Okay, we are back with another episode. It's just the two of us just now. It's just me and Andy here. As he waves to the recording that won't be won't be shown. Yes, digitally <laughs> sending my waves. Indeed. Airwaves, so to speak. So we are at the point of recording one week away. We'll be finishing round two at the minute, I would think, this time next week. Oh, I can't wait. Cannot wait. So yeah, that'll be of the of the final Tempest, as it was announced. Scott announced yesterday as the last one. Yeah. So it'll be, um, it'll I... be a, a send-off. It's Tempest my first actually, one. <laughs> it's my first time. Tempest, first I'm alive, yeah. <laughs> Tempest was actually the first tournament I went to. Oh, really? Tempest, back, back when it was a January tournament. Um, it got moved because Masters got moved into January, so then this moved to later like in the Like in January of 66, Grant. <laughs> Not quite. January of 2019. 2019, yeah. Um, was the... With my, uh, my, my bone splitters back then. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Dirty yeah, secrets yeah. you're keeping in the closet, Grant. Yeah, they're making bloody stay there with the rules they've got. I mean, they weren't, <laughs> they weren't good then, but they've only gone worse, sadly. My beloved naked orcs. <laughs> Roll a bucket load of dice, do no damage, and lift your army by turn two. Glorious. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of a better way to spend your time. That, that has been oh, my yeah. time lately, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's completely fun. But we have... A new GFB. We have both played some games with it. It's been out for about a month. Is it a month now yet? Feels like it's been about a month. Uh, oh, I thought it was a bit longer than that. I could be wrong though. Let's it just call it a month. I mean, Let's it call also it month. leaked a bit ahead of time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's maybe it actually. Yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah, so we did. In fact, no. Yeah, it was onslaught. It came out at onslaught. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's been out for a wee while. Yeah. Um, and we did do a little show speaking about what we thought the book was going to be like. And mm. I remember one thing I said, and I'm just going to correct myself right now. Having played it, so at the time, I didn't realize you could use multiple primal dice per spellcast. That's what I didn't click until I was actually playing the game. And I thought, oh, Blizzard's not going to be that big a deal. Blizzard is completely broken. It's horrible in the game. And <laughs> yeah, lots more <laughs> thoughts on that to come. But I yeah. was very wrong on Blizzard. <laughs> Very wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess on that we'll, we'll we'll touch on Tempest first. What are you taking? Well, good question. So, <laughs> as you know, I have been running Night Hunt, mm-hmm. um, and been very much enjoying Night Hunt. Um, uh, albeit still a little bit of a fluctuate win rate, but enjoying reasonable success with them mm-hmm. actually. To be honest with you, um, but. Um, uh, I have been fortunate enough to have been asked to be part of the Six Nations um, team, which of is course. Uh, yes. yeah, yeah, a huge honour actually, to be honest, to be asked for that. Um, but it does does I suppose force you to ask questions about you know current meta and you know like what is you know what is the right team to be what is the right army to be taking within yeah. the team, you know, because just because you're running a team or an army, sorry for. Um, as you, or as a solo for tournaments, the team situation is slightly different. You do yeah, you do engineer it differently. People yeah. Don't realize until they're on a team is that what's good in a solo list or a solo tournament isn't necessarily what's good in a team. Yes. Yeah. And you can only have one, so if someone else is playing 
or Seraphon is in one of your armies as well, or someone's playing Night Haunt, then you, you have to look elsewhere. You have to see what else there is out there to fill these gaps. Exactly, yeah. So, you know, after discussions um, with uh, with the guys, particularly um, Paul, we, we decided uh, it was probably better to look at Seraphon. I think especially the Seraphon yeah. Battletones just came out, so... Um, well, I say just come out. It's a bit well now, but you know what I mean. It's uh, relatively yeah. fresh, and um, it's had it's a FAQ. Strong right now. Yeah, it is. It has it has a lot of uh, a lot of stuff to talk about. Put it that way. But anyway, I think it's um, it's strong. Um, it can it can it can be a real really big problem for some armies. Um, so uh, yeah, definitely definitely worth looking back at that. So that that is that is the list I will be running. Uh, well. The army I will be running for that, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so now is the time really to start getting in some high-end uh, uh, reps. Practice. Yeah, reps, yeah. basically. So, so Seraphon is what I'm running. Um, cool. And uh, yeah, um, it's been. It's yeah, quite, I, I say it, cool. I don't really want to play against. Yeah, you're either a Seraphon player or a Seraphon hater. It does no in between. Really, no, one thing not. like. <laughs> um, there was a brief time where Seraphon players were also Seraphon here towards the end of the last book because the GW just nerfed them so hard they were. Like, oh just... yeah, exactly. They they decided to try and I, I, look. In, in retrospect, I can I can totally see now where why it was going that way. They knew where they were going with the new battle tone. Yeah. They had to have had a clue anyway. They they were, if they hadn't already decided. They knew that they were going to re-engineer the whole thing. So there's no point in re-engineering the whole thing before they have to re-engineer the whole thing yeah. again. Um, the only thing you're really left with in that instance is points reduction or points yeah, increases it. and stuff, that, yep. which just didn't work. The points increases just flatlined um, the the viability of so much stuff. Um, and when I was actually looking back, I still had a few old lists in my in my app. And when I actually went back to an old list, it was like mm. it was crazy points over. Like it was like man, the the, the <laughs> able to run with all that stuff was. Was kind of nice, so but anyway, yeah. that's all. That's all in the past now. But but no, it's uh, it's very interesting. Um, I've had a, a real chance to get into it now, um, and uh, still slightly on the fence about whether or not Starborn versus Coalesce is the way to go. Well, I, I have a, I, I know what I'm running at the moment. I know what yeah. I like running, but there is a genuine argument for like. Uh, do do you play for the do you play for the slightly lucky matchup, and mm-hmm. knowing that you'll be strong in all those, or do you take something like coalesced, which is, which can handle more armies? You know what I mean? It can yeah. it can it has more answers for more things, but not necessarily a super strong answer for any one thing. You know, like yeah. so, um, and I suppose the the easy answer is for tournament play. If you want to play it safe, it probably is more like coalesced at the moment. That's the one you would take. But, I mean, it, but Starborn is—I think it's Starborn that's the one that's been just dominating tournaments. Yeah, it, and I, I know—I know what the list is. So yeah, it is Starborn. There are it is Starborn, and and, and it, it, they are because of the sheer mortal wound output. Um, people are kind of like you know going a bit crazy with it, but it's not without its flaws. It's in its and and I've heard some horror stories too. So like um, yeah. So anyway. Every army has its flaws, you know what it is. But, um, but absolutely, it's it's one of these lists that, like, unless you can tech to beat it, it's just going to remove a lot of armies very quickly off the table. It, yeah, it forces you but to make a, a multitude of different bad decisions. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like, um, and you know, do do you do you want to get in its face and then just be mortal wounded beyond belief, or do you want to sit back and not do anything 
and let and you can't it, even sit back that far because you've still got spell portal so you can still chuck things through you can still chuck a spell through it. you can still chuck the maelstrom through it like you can still yeah you can do yeah. work at range whereas yeah like, that's really even adds like you know um you know the six inches yeah. as well to the range so and like your endless spells go out further because you're seraphon because you know they need more <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so so uh no no it's it's very popular at the moment um but you know like you know watching the the the, the general vibe of the community coalesce is also very popular you know like it's I, it's um it, you know there's a, there's a lot of chat particularly around agadons and you know they probably are the best all-round unit that Seraphon mm-hmm. have at the moment, and they fit naturally better into a Saurus build. Yeah. And so, um, I think uh, long term it'll probably coalesce. Yeah, because I think, but I think at the minute, just the sheer output of that that star. The thing is, if that Starborn list gets kicked with anything and fall, and it becomes unviable, you just pivot into coalesce, and you've still got a fully functioning yeah. army. Hundred uh, percent. Um, I really like this. I've seen some really nice Starborn uh, coalesce list. That's definitely where, if I play Zerfon, it would be just 100% coalesce. Like yeah. the new Agridons and Source Warriors are just stunning models. Like I, I love oh, them. Oh, so they much. really are good. They really, really are good. Um, I, I've actually I've got some sitting to be painted, and I'm going to have to bite the bullet and do it. But the reason I'm kind of procrastinating a bit on it is because I really want to do them well. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, it's you know, I, I almost feel like to to do them well, I need that clear headspace, that clear mo- that window in my diary where I can. Just just shut everything out and go right. It is it is consorus time now. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make these. Be- deadline. You're painting. Yeah, for the model. But unfortunately, I probably am painting that deadline. So you know, it's like um, you know. Uh, but uh, no, they're they're great models, uh, and uh, yeah, they they deserve time. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, I think I think the I think Seraphon, they've done a huge, brilliant job of the Seraphon range. There's only what skinks now left that aren't great. Well, there are a few things. I mean, the the, the Saurus Guard, which previously yeah. were were some of the better models in the army, arguably, yeah. are still are now like I quite can't super. I with the Saurus Guard, yeah. Yeah, they, they. But I mean, you know, they're still looking a bit. They kind of have that slightly derpy sort of Saurus mm-hmm. look about them still. They need a Saurus revamp too. I think they'll get it eventually, but it's just yeah. obviously not a priority at the moment. Although I'm a bit surprised, honestly, that they didn't do them as well at the same time because I'm they're kind of the same to- thing. That, like, you know, they just have a dual kit. Like, yeah, sure they could have made it a dual kit in some way. I, I think so because they just are a bit more armored. They've got more bones and kind mm-hmm. of mad skull things on them and stuff yeah. like that. But you're right. It's, I feel like it could have been. But I, I would rather have a, 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 a really really good kit for Saurus that the models are brilliant and they're gonna yeah. <clears throat> they're gonna last for a lot more Saurus than you will Saurus Guard. A hundred percent. Well, yeah, probably. Saurus Guard have their place. You, you know. Yeah. You're not going to be take. I don't, I can't imagine. I've never seen people take like twenty of them or thirty of them. But no, uh, you will. But thirty blocks of Saurus warriors and coalesce are genuinely a nightmare to move. Like yeah, in minus one damage, twenty blocks are, the, are, are where people yeah. are kind of sitting at the moment. But yeah, yeah, not hundred percent. Um, uh, and stick them in Cole's claw and the, and the buffs that you get from being in mm-hmm. territory and stuff to the bites and things is like uh, they, they become quite an anvil. Yeah. Like you just wouldn't expect it, but you but they do. Um. So, um, so anyway, but uh, but yeah, no, I think that, and the, I mean, what did they do? They, they updated the the Ashley Bear and the Star Seer and the, mm-hmm. uh, the Slan as well. Got an update, which is good. Although, personally, I'm kind of like they've made the Slan almost as pretty much the same size as Croak, you know, like, and it's kind of like, oh, I like the idea of Croak being the the big he's guy, a bit but bigger, yeah. yeah, he's kind of sort of similar sort of size. But anyway, that's just that doesn't really yeah. matter. But but it's um, I think. Uh, yeah, the skinks are still 
are still old. I am, I mean, <laughs> like the nights, the old Saurus nights were the things that took me the longest to paint and I, I had to mm. put most time into it. It was probably just the way I, I said to my color scheme, but it did take me the longest and they've just gone now. They've just superseded yeah, just, it. Now. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, you can you can proxy them maybe for like uh, the, uh, the the Raptodons and stuff like that. Yeah, they're, they're a better size for Raptodons than they yeah. are like, the Aridons. I mean, you can put them on a big base, but they're going to look ridiculous. Aye, yeah, it's uh, they have to become raptodons at that point, which are apparently the filthiest unit in the book. Raptodons are are <laughs> not to be scoffed at. Yeah, get yeah. them on an objective and uh, and let them do the thing. And they just they don't look like they would do an awful lot, no, but they you know because they're quite you know bird like kind of you know little models and stuff like that. But you know they uh, they they can they can uh, they can hit and they're, and they're 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 pretty summonable. That's the other thing is that they're still quite quite a lot of points, but you can get them in pretty yeah. reasonably quickly, you know. Like so, so yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, really really nice at the moment. They seem to be doing pretty well, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm going to be like, running Starborn for the foreseeable yeah. future. I like I do like the coalesced. I'm still very curious about it, um, but. Uh, um, from my experience, this thing you're effectively playing an entirely different army with Coalesce because you lose your summoning. You're not doing your the game plays completely differently, and it's what's mm. nice with that is that you only need one army in one book, but you have two completely different playstyles at your disposal. So it's a much it's got a much higher shelf life and longevity just based on that. And as a player, you don't get burned out on playing one style. You can go, I love yeah. my Seraphon, but I want I don't want to play the summoning game this game. I want a nice simple game. I just want to put some big dinosaurs on the table and run at people and you can do that and it still works yeah i mean i i think that um it's one area i would say i'm a little bit disappointed in with it is the thing that i loved possibly more than anything about seraphon was just what you said there about the fact that like you could run a dinosaur list all right it might not be the most competitive this is i'm <laughs> talking before that before the yeah. new spirit you could run the starborn so you kind of go the magic way and skinks, but like you know, high teleporting, high amount of flexibility. But mm-hmm. then you've also got thunder lizards, so you can run big dinos. See, thunder lizards, it's just more or less dead now. Like they've killed yeah. the engine of the gods. That's no longer no one. It's a joke now, actually. Yeah, and that is. was an auto include for me before this book came out. It was you know, like for everyone. The, the thing was busted. <laughs> it it um, needed to be tweaked, but I think yeah, they just deleted it. Basically. It was just it was just such a good. But again, it's a utility. It, it, it did it did things in your. For either buffed or did mortals, but then you had the dinosaur that could fight if you needed to, and it was a mm-hmm. hero, and it was a priest. It was like it was like brilliant. That's, like, well, that's the exact yeah. problem with the unit. It did everything. No, yeah. no armies get units like that that can do literally. Yeah, everything. but now they've now they've they've wrecked it because they've I, I, to the point I, I actually can't even really exactly. I, I looked at it and went, oh my god, that's just. Mm-hmm. I think it's something like to do its cosmic engine thing. Now you've got to basically save up points but it takes two turns to do it so you can do it like turn two and turn four basically yeah. and it's like oh no nah, brutal and even even the stegodon and stuff like that is fine but no one's really I, I have seen some lists where people are taking it but it's mm-hmm. it's just not no one's really doing thunder lizards no. <laughs> like no, it's like it was, wow was everyone was doing it before yeah. more or less apart from the end there was a there was a shift at the end towards towards fangs i think people were getting that the, the Objective grabbing capability of fangs, which is that mm-hmm. bit stronger in competitive play. So you were you were you were getting much more of that at the towards the end, but uh, no, it's just not a thing anymore. Which is a shame because I, I, yeah, I hope I'd actually forgotten. Like, but you're right. I haven't seen a single person like you look at your tournament list. I don't think I've seen anyone even down the bottom end. People just taking it for fun. 
it doesn't oh. really seem to be a thing. Even even Bastilodons with solar engines, you know, the, the shooting the lasers, right? So mm-hmm. like, you know, but before there were some people that were questioning the legitimacy of it, and I, I can see why because I was taking them kind of when I could, but towards the end I I actually stopped taking them because I was just having too many. See, see that four up uh, to hit, and you're rolling nine dice. Mm-hmm. So there was every possibility that only four out of your nine were going to hit yeah. on an average. So, and then, then your wound, so maybe one would drop, so you're only wounding three. And before you know it, you're through. And, and it just, so many times, there was the odd time though, like I would hit something and I would melt it. And it would be like, no, everything hit and everything wounded. And it was like minus two or whatever, two damage yeah, each. Two damage each, yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, whoa, that's what you feel that the still done should be able to do. But people, I, I was, you know, hearing people were dropping it because mm-hmm. it just the, of the whiff value, and yeah, no and I started to as well. I, and and now they've they've kind of nerfed it down to like three attacks, I think. And it's like, I think it's threes and threes now, and it does a bit more damage. But it's only the three attacks. It's, it can still, you can still roll a one right. and a two out of three dice, yeah. you know, like easily. And it's like, oh, well, that's pointless. So everyone's taking. They are yeah, so three t- attacks, threes and threes, minus three, three rend. Jesus, literally all the threes. Yeah, all the threes. Yeah. yeah. Which when you see the rend and you see the, the damage, you think, oh, yeah, that's you actually go, pretty, oh, that's, pretty that's nifty, pretty you know, nice, like pretty nifty. Yeah. But you know, I, I don't know. I just people aren't taking it. They're taking the snakes now. You know, like uh, the Arkansotech, yeah. uh, which before was the joke. Points. You know, ironically, uh, it was like, no, you can't. It's like an auto not include. I mean, your <laughs> your your snake one's like seventy points cheaper now. Which is yeah. Oh, it's you know, for, a, for a monster that you know yeah. it can hold an objective. It's I don't think but it's got a one-up right. save anymore. It's, it's a two-up, I think. But um, yeah, it's a two-up, but it doesn't degrade, so it's glorious. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. They're 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 big roadblocks now. Is what they are. They're just big lumbering tanky roadblocks. But again, they're quite summonable now, so you can you quite easily summon you can in. Bring one in. Yeah. On. Well, not easily, but depends how, how lucky you get in that that spell, but. You can bring it in uh, quite quickly, potentially turn one, you know, like, um, which before, if you were doing the, the old way, um, to do that, you would have either had to build a list very yes, around summoning, which would, yeah. would, would be really weak in the old book, or you would have, um, or you would have to wait to probably turn three, you know, before you yeah. could bring it in at the best. So that's assuming all your rolling went really well. There's some armies, you drop that into their lines turn one they're going to take a couple of turns to get rid of it and yes it can slow them down considerably because 12 wounds on a two up save there's nothing to be sniffed at no absolutely not um and uh you know it's got its own they've got their own monstrous rampages and stuff now as well which they're not they're not amazing i mean they're just different but they but they but they do things a little bit differently, potentially slightly more mortal wounds and stuff like that. So, but no, it's just the sheer fact you plunk it on an objective and it's like, right, now you've got to move that. So, exactly, you know, yeah. spend I mean, two I mean, units, three units doing it. No, it's staying there for the whole game. Like, uh, yeah, well, maybe, hopefully. <laughs> they are they are vulnerable to the mortal wounds still, which is yeah. a thing, you know, like if you get a bunch of boat boys into that, um, yeah, it'll, it'll yeah, uh, your two up save starts to, starts to not mm-hmm. count for too much, you know, but, um, but, uh, but no, yeah. So anyway, very interesting. And as I say, yeah, I think Starborn is my focus at the moment because cool. yeah, because Mortal Wounds. I love a good yeah. Mortal Wound. Yeah. 
just just cuts yeah. down the game time, doesn't it? If you don't have to roll to hit or wound, you just go straight to the. Well, you say that, but you know, after after we were talking last time, I was I was sort of like um, lamenting the long hero phases of Seraphon and sort of <laughs> talking about the uh, the joy of of uh, a one cast night hunt uh, <laughs> hero phase, and then just you know get on with it. We're we're straight back to hero phase nightmare now. It's like, in fact, it's way worse than it was before now because you you really have to think about the order of the spells you're casting. Yeah, what, where they're going, why they're going on, who they are. In primal um, dice now, you've got to think with your management of them, when you're going to use them. Yes, yeah, um, Blizzard. Which um, we'll get on to. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, um, but no, Lots but you, you, you are, you're, you're racking up those points, but you want to ensure that the maximum possible success of that. So you're mm-hmm. thinking about casting your spells early for like, you know, giving plus one to other casters. Yeah. And then casting your endless spells with the view of then also then dispelling them again again because yes. you get the point for casting and then the point for dispelling mm-hmm. and you know even, even or you know, feeding to your incarnate well yes that's actually something i was going to uh raise about actually because it's something i'm looking at um I, i'm not sure there's a there's discrepancy in the rules there about that but um sadly enough no it's not it's perfectly legal and it's horrible <laughs> is it because it says in the rules it's got to be an, it's, if it's cast by an enemy wizard but yeah but once you rupture your own incarnate if you rupture yeah, 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 yeah. your incarnate, it sees the opponent, it sees you as an enemy at that point, and thus yeah. the spell was cast by an enemy wizard. Yeah, I because yeah. when Mark was telling me about it, I was like, Shut up, that's rubbish. No, you can't do that. But yeah. then looking, looking at the wording, I'm like, Yeah, it, it actually it, 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 it sees everything as an enemy at that point, but, but yeah. you do have to do that though, which means yeah, you have that, to rupture it. Yeah, but there's, which, no, there's no downsides to rupturing an incarnate once, as long as you're not within three inches of it, it just gets better once it's, once it's wild. Yeah, I it suppose it's fun to hit at that point. So you're now you're twos and twos and all its damage profiles. Exactly, and, and can, you're also uh, denying your opponent the battle tactic for making it wild. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's instantly right. Instantly making it work hard if you're. So if you know your opponent's got rupture, then it's better to get in there first. But you, you yeah. still want that incarnate though, far enough forward that it's not going to start like you know. Yeah, as, as long as you're four <laughs> inches away from your own army when you rupture it. Yeah. Like if, if it's if you deploy within three inches and you rupture it, that's your own stupid fault, and I will feel yeah. no sympathy for anyone that ruptures their own incarnate to be in combat with themselves. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, that's interesting. I mean, that that sort of segues us a little bit into the list because um, uh, you you know I'm I, I'm always one for poking fun at people who, who take an incarnate. Well. <laughs> <laughs> It's time so, to pay the piper. Um, <laughs> I, like uh, I, I'm, uh, I have decided to run one uh, with uh, with this list now. Um, but it, but it, it wasn't the original list that I was going to run. Um, I, I basically, um, I had a different list that was a little bit more slam heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was very nervous about not having enough of an anvil. Um, like literally at this point, we were talking about a couple of units of skinks and a couple of units of guard. Yeah, which is fine, and people have been running that, but I just well, I think that's the list Mark's running. Right. Mark so the, the double slan incarnate in minimum and chaff and some endless spells. And yeah, like he's doing that one. So I've gone slightly differently from that. So um, I'm I am running the incarnate because, as I say, I just I think having that uh, scary anvil there is is really useful, and plus the utility of the endless spells and a seraphon build because you don't have any resiliency in it, and that the incarnate will hold up a chunk of an army. Yeah, and 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 if you if you get that incarnate in and 
you level up early, yeah. you're yeah, in trouble. Good, good luck getting rid of that. So, you know, yeah. like so. Um, <clears throat> so, so I'm running a, a croak and a, a, a slan as well, my slan general, which has got the Lord of Celestial Resonance, I think it is, or something like that. So basically, it's double points for the, spe- double, you know, the, points, yeah. double the summoning, uh, well, whatever points. Um, and um, I'm running two Starseers, which okay. um, it's very similar to Mike Stewart's list that run that that, that won the Leeds tournament. Originally, right, yeah. as I say, yeah. it was slightly different, um, but I just didn't. As I said, I felt I needed Anvil, and I looked at the Cronspine, and I thought, oh. and the only way I felt I could really legitimately get that in is probably pulling it back to two Starseers rather than the two Slans and Croak. But um, I didn't even think two Slans and Croak was a thing. That's horrifying. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you're doing that to get the po- to point the points because you're going to get to a point. Where it's like, well, what else can I, can I, you know, like yeah, you, um, yeah, you're you're doing it to get a summoning point, and then you're just summoning your entire army onto it. Yeah, I mean, that's game, that's so. basically what is it six? Yeah, that's like ten board wide unbinds as well. You yeah. know, like so, like you know, but um, but no, I've got a slan and croak and the two star seers, um, which I like because um, uh, I kind of like having positional ability to turn off wards. Yeah. That's if someone starts launching themselves at me, I, I, I kind of like that. I don't want my star seer being tucked away, not being mm-hmm. able to get in range of that, that ward spell because yeah, yeah. turning off a ward off, that's uh, that's going to cause play into like night Haunt or Nurgle or anything like that. You're just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even you there's, there's, you know, you've got, um, uh, I mean zombies. You know, all zombies have is their ward. You turn that off, and yeah, uh, even slaves of darkness. People, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, you, you get that ward off, and you're in business. So I kind of feel like right, we need we need a we need positional flexibility with that. Yep. One's um, uh, one's got um, I believe it's speed of Anche, which gives you a, a movement in your um, okay. hero phase, or yeah. well, on a unit. Um, and the other one, uh, I, I believe, has uh, Blizzard. I think um, uh, I've, I've taken the, the the enhancement of extra spells. So like I've got like Rupture yeah, as well yeah. on my slan, and like the, like yeah. I think for this list, it's definitely helpful because mm-hmm. you, you are you're you're putting all your eggs in that magic basket, so to speak. Yeah, you need, um, you need multiple spells just to, enough cast to get your summoning points. So you need to have as much right. available. Exactly, exactly. So um, usual stuff like the Astrolift as well. Um, and then, you know, we're down to two units of Skinks and one unit of Guard. There is a little bit of a risk with that. I, I, I understand because I had two units of Guard and I felt a lot better with that. My, my, my grand strategy is, is uh, um, Spellcasting Savant, which, uh, I, um, which, you know, when you have two units of Guard and a Slan, that's 29 wounds you've got to chew through. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's that's pretty. And, and plus, you know, the, the, there is healing available to the Seraphon mm-hmm. now, um, mm-hmm. uh, bringing models back. And, um, you know, the slam can change always it. always a thing if you need to. Rally, exactly. So, so like, it keeps it alive. However, I'm going down to one unit of guards. This is a little bit of a risk now. We're at 19 points, but... Uh, 19 wounds, rather. But, again, I can probably summon a unit of guard in, maybe. And also, I don't know, the slam's going to stay out of range for most of it, I'd well, say. Well, yeah, so, I mean, if, if your slam's taking that much damage you've probably made a mistake right there's there's something happening yeah 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 so like it's just i think we'll we'll get him stuck to the back of the board and we'll just see what happens but um but anyway so that's that's more or less it i don't know let me just check and see in case i've I've missed anything i've got my list here in front of me um 
things during the minute. I mean, I've got the, the Maelstrom and the Grave Tide. I did have the Spell Portal, but we were struggling a bit on points of this, and I was like, look. Yeah. Uh, and again, Mike Stewart dropped that, I think. So, so I, but I was like, oh, man, can I really, really give up the Spell Portal? Am I really prepared to do that? Mm-hmm. But you've got the extra... You've got the extra um, range for your You've got the extra range already with the Astrolith. Um, and, yeah, I kind of think, you know... Just get some cheap spells in, and we'll just we'll just go with what we've got. I mean, great, it's mate. worth it to get that cron spine. That's really what it was all about: is getting that really yeah. heavy anvil that could come up and cause a lot of problems and scare people. Because I think when you see a cron spine running forward, you, I, I, well, I don't know about other people, but personally, I start to go, "Oh Christ!" Uh, it quit, you start questioning everything, like, "What am I going to do?" Because yeah, and then um, you go once once this thing gets in combo with me, I can't retreat. It's going to hold me up for a minimum of two turns. If it's on level yeah. three, it's minimum of three combat phases you're holding yeah. your opponent up for it allows you to be able to give away the turn because your opponent's stuck in combat and can't achieve anything right. so yeah it's yeah. they are such a great piece yeah. yeah exactly um so like um although i was <laughs> i was uh having a chat with uh my wingman about it and uh young lewis and he said uh He's like, I've played against Cron Spines and I just killed it. And I was like, what? It's like, well, <laughs> he's like, oh, no, they die quite quickly. And I was like, oh, I, like I've played against them and it hasn't been anything like that. But, but I mean, in his circumstance, I what happened was it. they they charged they charged uh, I think a, a massive unit of um, of uh, of reavers, right, so. and then they unleashed hell, and then he got next turn, and then. Yeah, dro- dropped it again. Yeah. So like I was like, right, well, fair enough. You know, that's yeah, that was that's, maybe a mistake to have to have done that. Yeah, I think, yeah, but that's not something you want to do. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So no, like I've like I've, I've played against Crossfire a number of times, and there's sometimes it doesn't die. And then there was one game. I think I did like four or five damage to it. He rolled the dice, and it disappeared based on that. Like, you know, sometimes you just get lucky, and they just die yeah. Uh, Next time it'll take like fourteen wounds and won't bugger up off off the table no matter what you try. Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. So obviously uh, we're hoping for the latter in this instance. But um, I mean, other people have taken an anvil in the form of a, a bastilladon, which is which is fine. Mm-hmm. But as I say, like I, I kind of feel like because of the spell eating thing and you know just the magic interaction that helps yeah. everything helps the points build up. Um, I feel like a Bastilladon could also potentially be a heavier risk of mortal wounds, even if, yeah, you know, you can get it on an objective. But I, I don't know. I just, I just want to run a Cronspine for once, you know. Like so, I take it back. All those people that I've mocked for running Cronspines, okay, it's my turn. It's my turn yeah. for the walk of shame. But, uh, but yeah. So, so anyway, that's it. Um, and in terms of like. There isn't a lot really to talk about in terms of strategy. Um, there's a few little tricks up my sleeve that I'll, I'll probably keep up my sleeve. But um, but generally speaking, everybody knows what the deal is with this. It, it is yeah. mortal wound output um, and um, and just hammering stuff if if it, if it comes near with magic and so on. So um, so yeah, that's that's the long and the short of it really. Cool. So yeah, so it's, it's half of Farmhammer taking uh, Seraphon with Cronspines. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, changed days, man. Uh, be interesting to see how many people overall take Seraphon to this one, because last time yeah. it was a surprisingly low amount of people in the last one I was in. What was that one? Was that Onslaught? Yeah, Onslaught, yeah. Yeah, what a mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Surprisingly yeah, zombies, low. Zombies were the flavour of the day at Onslaught. Yeah, but that, but that was actually just after it, the FAQ hadn't come out yet, I think, at that point, and I think mm-hmm. people, there was some, like, I think there was, like, you know, I think Mark had introduced a kind of, like, 
proxy FAQ. You know, yeah. so I think it was maybe just a little bit early, but but now we've got it. I think we'll 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 see a surge. Yeah, I, think, I always in my head I always think there's actually not much Seraphon up here, and that's because there wasn't for a long time, and then there is a lot of, lot of Seraphon now. So I would expect. I mean, I assume like John will probably take Seraphon. So that's three. Um, I don't know. Richard's taking his potentially four. Uh, Richard is taking Seraphon. Um, yeah. Raffle will uh, yeah. probably take it as well. Um, say maybe five. Yeah. Alan, is he going? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know if he's going or not. Just. Um, so yeah, I, there's going to so be a showing. A sort of ballpark of maybe about five Seraphons potentially. Mm-hmm. Well, that, well, that, I'm happy to go with that as my prediction. All, all of those, I my my prediction would be Starborn. I. Raffle might be the one who might take Coalesce potentially, but even then, I I suspect it probably will be Starborn. So, yeah, that's we'll see. But I think it will pretty much all be uh, yeah. smashy magic. So, well, anyway, you you're running as well though, right? So I am. Yes, yes. Tell us all about your list. Well, I had been planning to run Big Wah, and I've done a lot of play tests. I've run Big Wah a heap of times um, in the run up to the event. I was running. I, guess, I think it's now become the big wild list, like I've been playing around with. So it's Gobsprack, War Chanter, uh, War God Prophet, a Shaman. Uh, I, I had a Maniac Weird Knob and another War Chanter on my list to get to the full six heroes. Mm. Then like 15 Ard Boys, 5 Ard Boys, 10 Brutes, 6 Pigs. Um, like Grave Tide, I think, for making up points, or Geminids, one of the two. Uh, maybe both, actually, in that version. Anyway, I've done about six games with that, and it just wasn't clicking for me. I know it's a good list, but I just wasn't getting the results I wanted to with it. Right. Um, I also then decided I couldn't be bothered painting the parts I'd to finish. I still had to paint Gobsprack um, and like some art boys and stuff, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm yeah, not, it's a lengthy paint job. <laughs> and it's, it's, again, it's another army with a very, not a very complicated man, uh, hero phase, but you've got like one, two, three, four, like five casts. You've got your War Channel buffs to do. You've got teleports. You've got hero phase movements. You've got the Wargug. So again, you're doing a lot in the hero phase with that army. Five casts. Luxury. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. That's know, small potatoes, man. Instruction smooth brain players. Yeah, yeah that is. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 I think I've only won one game with it, um, which was one that I did struggle with, was the list wasn't resilient. I think that's Big Wild's big problem is mm. it's all just a four-up save. Yeah, you've not got a bravery start. issue as well. Have you not got quite a lot yeah. of bravery? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all right. So your bravery is six like, across the board. So your unit of ten broods, like, you know, you've got to keep command points for inspiring presence. You've got to take the indomitable triumph. Also 20 grots. At a screen of 20 moon clan grots are allied in as ah, well. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, you know, but, I mean, if you're smashing them to two units at once, you know, like, then yeah. you're only IPing one and one's going to scarper, you know, like, so... Yeah, four turns of that, and and you're, yeah. And that's what I was finding. I was finding I was, I mean, I think it's a it's a list that you play different how I play, which is you want to be reserved with it, which doesn't feel like the destruction way to play. You got mm. all these big chunky gore grunters and brutes. You just want to push in, but you kind of want to be reserved and kind of counter charge with them. I think is probably the way to do it. And I'm sure mm. there'll be a big wild list there this week uh, at Tempest. I'm sure it'll do well because it is doing well because Gobstrack is amazing. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um. Because you're aware of Gobstrack's unbinding shenanigans. Oh, remind me again. I do. I do so recall it. If, but if he unbinds any endless spell, uh, sorry, if he unbinds any cast, 
right? You take D3 mortal wounds. If it's an unbinding roll of a 10, un- yeah, unbinding roll of a 10 or more, and now that can be modified with primal dice to be above a 10, because it's not, his war scroll doesn't say unmodified or anything like that. It's D6 mortal wounds. Wow. So, yeah, you can, and I did, I, I played a game uh, against Craig up, up here, and I was playing against his Zinch, and my first unbind of the game with Gobsfrack killed the God Summoner. <laughs> Jesus. Which was. I, I know, knew that it was something to do with unbind, but my goodness, yeah. that's. So he's, he's, so he's that's got disgusting. two unbinds, and you can, um, you can go up to. Yeah, if you can get the casting up to 10, you can do D6 moral wounds. So it's right. it's pretty it's pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> God. I mean, now I'm having freaking nightmares about. Him. <laughs> like, it's like yeah. imagine the you, amount of casting and, and so on. But I mean, I suppose at the yeah. end of the day, what is he a three cast? Two, just two. <laughs> two cast, two. two unbind. He knows the so whole. So two unbinds isn't the worst thing yeah. in the world. I mean, so he, yeah. yeah, he knows the whole crew boys lore, which. Has got some really nasty spells in it as well, but he's super fragile. He's 12, four, like 14 wounds on a 5 up save, 6 up ward. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, doesn't, he doesn't take much to, to be gone yeah. enough. But yeah, so I was, I was playing about with that, um, and it just wasn't clicking. So I was like, you know what? I just, and I've, as probably speak about, I've not been massively enjoying Sigmar as of late anyway. So I'm like, right, let's bring the Ogres back out. I've not played the Ogres in a long time. It's nice Calling the big guns, and so to speak. Yeah, and I was like, well, and I don't. Want, and the problem is, I never wanted to do the five stonehorn list because I don't want to paint more stonehorns. Is <laughs> the real reason? Mm. Three of mine are frost lords because that was the old way you play was the multiple frost lord build. Um, but now it's like one with a lot of beast riders. So what I've done is because I own so much more in fang, I'm running I've got one frost lord. Then two units of four Mornfang, two units of two Mornfang, and I'm also running an Incarnate. <laughs> that's that's so it's pretty, just that's pretty spicy as well. It's it's only, pretty, yeah. And I'm playing Thunderbellies is my okay. faction, which allows the Mornfang to have run and charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's super fast. Push it in, see what it does. Yeah. And, I really do think that that, I mean, it's not all about the alpha strike, but I do believe that when you um, when you push hard against an opponent like that, mm-hmm. you, you are forcing them to answer questions they don't really want to answer yet. And it, put, it, yeah, does, but, it does put them off their game a bit, you know, like... A, I mean, with, with the movement and everything like that, I can, this army can definitely hit most of their armies turn one if I want to. So mm-hmm. that alone makes people rethink their deployment. 100%. Yeah, and, and actually, everything's well, not everything's about deployment, but you you can destroy your whole game with a bad deployment from oh, day one. I've You're spending the entire game recovering from it, and like a spanner. yeah, <laughs> and me too. You know, like um, I've even had, like had to use special abilities to try and repair my deployment. If you know what I mean, yeah. like uh, <laughs> so, like um, like teleports and kind of like you know deep strikes mm-hmm. into my own deployment just to come to, yeah, just to so cover a gap. Cover and stuff. I was like, oh no, yeah. what have I done? Um, yeah, so like, uh, like you've made a mistake in deployment, but your opponent has the chance to go first, and you go, please let me go first, so I can fix my mistake. Please let me go first. Uh, I know, I know. No, nothing <laughs> says noob at AOS quite like having to deep strike into your own deployment. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just, you're, you're just, it's just, just set, it's just opponent. If you don't know what you're doing, neither does your opponent. That's long been my theory. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah. what I'm doing. Neither does my friend. Well, um, I, I like to think that's the case, but unfortunately that's been proved wrong. So I like, uh, but, uh, I guess yeah. the one other thing in the list as well is I don't, I've not taken an artifact because I've taken the pouch, the Noldus pouch, because the beast uh, artifacts are pretty rubbish. And the pouch, I know the, what the pebble does. Remind me again about the pouch. What's so that? it's once per game, and I think it's, it's, it's the one that's once per game. So it's not, I can't remember if that's the pebble or the pouch. I'm hoping I put the wrong one to listen in. But it's, uh, mm. yeah, once per game, you use it, and for that magic, for that hero phase, doubles of one, double two, or double three are all miscast. Oh, interest. So for your opponent, so anything that they. Right, okay. So okay. any double ones, double twos, or double threes that they roll. Oh, that's actually. Uh, that's. Okay, so. Yeah, that's. Uh, that's troublesome. It's it's one of these things where it's like, I say I'm against like you. I can go first. Well, I'm a one drop. I don't know if you're a one drop as well or or whatever. So let's just say no. I'm going first. I, uh, you know, I charge in. I do some damage. Then your next magic phase. Cool. I'm going to pop my null dust. You're going to be hopefully then failing a few spells. I mean, if you fail, you know, if you double up both your like you get double one twos or threes on your slam and your croaks first spells. That's your summoning point generation just annihilated for a turn. Yeah, and well, I've got a story about that, but yeah, I'll tell you in a minute <laughs> when you're. <laughs> so yeah, that's and that's it. Yeah, it's, it's just one drop. I want to see what Monfan can do. I I still like them. I don't think they're amazing, sadly, but we'll see. I think it'll be fun. It struggles for battle tactics, which is the one thing. Having been playing Big Wa recently, they just score battle tactics for fun. You do about mm-hmm. three without touching your opponent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can do one after your table as well if need be. <laughs> like there's. Oh wow. Yeah, they, they've got one for you need to have like thirty wa points. So. Oh yeah, yeah. So like that's always always often one I would pick like turn four or five. But if you get tabled in turn four, then you're still going to get two points in turn five if you can use that battle tactic yet. So yeah, and there's one for like having all your crew boys used within three of terrain. Well, the only crew boys unit I have is Godstrak. So turn one, as long as Godstrak is in three of terrain, I've got a battle tactic. Like. Yeah, big lab battle tactics are super easy. Um, ogres, <laughs> looking through them, are really not. <laughs> in this in this current GHP, that's good. Well, uh, the, well, the standard battle tactics are, are are fairly challenging and quite situational. You know, like yeah, so, like if you've got wizards in my army. <laughs> yeah, that does make it. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. need that. Yeah, I'll, you can have problem. that one. <laughs> um, yeah, no, hundred um, percent. If, if I if I get one win this weekend, I'm happy. Like next weekend, I'm happy. That's kind of what I'm aiming at. Is just get a single win, uh, get some fun games. Like I'm not at all bothered about where I finish anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a good. I suppose a good stance to have because uh, you know you can just let loose. You might actually find that with that release of pressure, you play better. I, I, I tend. I mean, I, mean, I, 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 I stagnate myself. Only kind of does one thing. Like yeah. And if the opponent can stop me doing it, I'm going to struggle. If they can't, I'm going to win. Like, yeah, it's nice. I, I have to get into combat. It has to do damage in combat. If you can That's enjoyable Warhammer things, right there. <laughs> like, it's, it's honest Warhammer. Yeah, yeah. Incarnate's the bit that makes it a little bit... Because originally it was two Frost Lords. And then I was like, if I take the Incarnate, I can be a one-drop, and the Incarnate will stick around. Yeah. Nothing else in the list is guaranteed to stick around. That will, so... Okay. Plus, it allows me to reroll my charges, which ogres like for the impact hits. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Yeah. Oh no, it sounds it sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Quick it guess. is interesting though. Like, I mean, the the the, the null stone stuff is pretty useful. I mean, I think you mm-hmm. know, I I, the, I, I I I saw someone with with a pebble on the list, and it sort of says, you know, I think that's the the four up you can choose to, for the spell effect to apply to another unit nearby. Instead, there's also uh, is the, is the icon then the one where you get an unbind, and if you successfully unbind, you can carry on. There's one that allows you potentially infinite unbinds as well. Yeah, I think that might be the first one. I can't, yeah, can't remember exactly but, yeah. the order, but but yeah, it's um, you know, they they, they definitely are all, powerful, but they but they need to be, you know, like because like it's obviously going to be for a list like you, so you need to have something yeah. which can really. For lack of a better way of putting it, fuck up someone's day if they're trying to magic you, you know, like, um, so. That's it, yeah. Or, like, sometimes I've, like, in one of my practice games, I popped it turn one while my opponent was going for their cast one spell battle tactic. And I'm like, cool, if you, if I can stop, you only had, like, the one cast. I'm like, well, if I can. Ah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to hire, you know, you've got more chance of a miscast now. And. That denies you two points. So, like, you're not big. It's n- there's no other turn. This game is going to be a big deal. So we'll pop it now. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. You roll like a double two or double three, and yeah, yeah. he didn't. He got oh. a spell. It's fine. very, very feasible to roll uh, that those doubles. I mean, I I did play a game when I was it rolling. You've got to consider your primal dice because now if yeah. you've got a one, two, or three in your original cast, do you want to chuck in a primal dice? Because you could easily then primal miscast. Yeah. I know. Which is pretty scary. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I played a game and it was a sort of, a, it was much more of a, it was a croak and double slam list. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, I, I got a lesson there on where it goes wrong. This is why I say, like, you know, uh, you know I'm not going to, like, like, count my chickens just because, like, this list can do huge mm-hmm. mortal output. Um, so I, I played um, turn one and um, like double ones croak on the first cast. Yeah. Like and then and then I, I teleported the uh, like I had I think a star priest. I teleported him mm-hmm. out and he had blizzard. So I was like right okay. And I'd chosen the battle tactic. Don't you know cast a spell and not have it unbound because Seraphon you think that's an easy one but it's actually not really because you cast so many times that there's so many opportunities yeah. for your opponent to unbind it and they probably will get one you know that's like so thing, yeah. so you're really only doing that I think turn one because like you're you're mostly going to be out of range of unbinds uh, mm-hmm. but in this instance the only one that wasn't out of range was my little star priest I put forward because I thought <laughs> I'm going to try and blizzard something so yeah. I stuck him forward and rolled a terrible casting roll, added a primal dice, had to add another primal dice, and um, and it was still unbound yeah. uh, with another um, with another primal dice. So so like it ruined dice. my battle tactic. Blizzard didn't go off. I <laughs> I miscast with Croak on his very first cast. Yeah. Already, I was in I was in pretty big trouble. Now the only so so. Um, bear in mind, this is I think it was against Lewis Silvanus. So like he at this point he had like. Six hunters with, I think, swords on my front line, and six revenant seekers on my front line. So we're talking sixty wounds, right? So like at this point, I was like, right, well, this is looking already pretty bad. My skink screens were holding him for a turn, but like, yeah, that's but it. I decided to uh, to try and re- I decided just for simulation, right? Let's re-roll this and let's see what happens, right? Because I'd like to see when it goes. <laughs> it shouldn't fucking do that, right? Yeah. Um, and. Uh, I did that and then got priority and was able to do it again. But I think in pretty much one turn, I did 
was it one turn or was it two? It might have been two because it was a lot of wounds, but I think I did um, how many? So 60 wounds total, I did 56 wounds. I wiped all his hunters and I left all but, I wiped all but one Revenant Seeker from Cleanse, Comet's Call, Croak, hitting everything, Blizzard, yeah. everything just hit, everything it's, worked. Yeah, it just went <clears throat> and And so like, so, but I had that was a simulation. I would mm. pretty, pretty much lately say I lost that game because uh, because yeah. of those mistakes. Yeah, so if, like, if, that happens, if that happens next weekend and you do all that bad at first turn, you're, it could be a struggle to. Yeah, so so your 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 um your pouch could very well do that, you know, like yeah. and so. But in that instance, it's interesting because I think you, you then have a decision to make. It's like, well, hang back. Maybe you're maybe you're using your points for a, an early summon instead just accept mm-hmm. that you're not going to get many this turn but bring another unit of skinks in and just f- yeah. form another bulk, screen bulk up your screens yeah, yeah and and then you know um and then just just try and hold off and then hope that next turn you can really focus everything on on uh, on that but but that but that is the choice that, that a, a, an alpha strike has to make and knows what's coming into as well so mm-hmm. like you know um but uh, but anyway it's going to be fascinating i think it's going to be really really interesting um, yeah. I've heard stories of um, of this kind of listing very, very well, and I've heard stories of it doing very, very bad. So yeah, it's, I, it's, a, it's a it's a fragile list, and it's a list that has to do things a certain way, or it can just kind of come down like a house of cards. But if, when it goes right, it's there's not much that can stand. Yeah, right. fingers crossed it does, and uh, um, we'll, we'll see. I think the interesting thing for me is I haven't really played this list against like a, a big variety of armies yet. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, so I, I really need to see. Really, how other, I, I have an inkling of how some armies are going to cope with it, and I have an inkling of which ones are bad matchups for me. But I think like Gargans can't be a good matchup for you potentially. Um, there's lots of there's not lots of chip damage you're really doing with your models and that, which they don't really massively care about. It it, it generally is, uh, but I mean I can very easily do thirty more. Well, not very easily, but I can do thirty mortals in a turn. I can take a Gargan yeah. in a turn. Mm-hmm. So like if I can do that, and then I get a Four double. Turns. Yeah, and I, yes. I and I and I take two out. Then 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 yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong; they can two. still smash in. But like, uh, but at this point, I'm on objectives, and I'm like, you know, like so. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's it, the magic could fail, and I could have four gargants in my face, and then what the fuck am I gonna do? You yeah, know, like exactly, so. Like, yeah. If they're uh, all up in you, you've got you've got problems. But this is why I've taken the spell uh, enhancement and taken Blizzard on both my Starseers because yeah, it's like again. Yeah, they both get Blizzard. They both get Ward to switch off. So like, it's like, well, okay, who's going to do what at any given turn? So, um, so yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's like it's the most magic heavy list I've ever really run with. So yeah, into a um, very magic heavy man. Like, and which yeah, I think yeah. it's a good segue to early thoughts on the GHB. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, go, I've I've been talking lots. You you give us your thoughts first. So early thoughts. The missions I've played have all been really good. Um, what's Limited resources. That mm. is an absolute brain melter of a mission. Yeah, it really is. It really like, is. I'm not looking forward to playing that either hungover or with a few beers in me because I can barely play it normally. Like you, you're so easy to completely screw yourself. Oh yeah, it fundamentally I mean, I, goes against what AOS is trying to do. Yeah, or we, you, um, it's it's a very interesting mission, but it's also one that I think should probably be in almost every tournament for that reason. Because it is just so, it's it's so unique. Yeah, yeah. You 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 yeah. jump on objectives 
you jump on objectives, all of them in one turn, and take them, and you're like that. They've gulped all of their limited resources, and yeah. <laughs> like you, that's it. And the thing you, is, like, yes, you can you can come off them, but you still have the objective until your opponent takes it. Yeah, because obviously objectives are all sticky in AOS. So yeah, so yeah, that's that's one that I really liked. I'm just gonna go and pull up the names of them because I haven't quite learned them yet. <laughs> so what else? There's another one that I really enjoyed. It's the one where you can remove two objectives a turn. I can't remember what the name of that one is, but there's six objectives on the table, and whoever has the least, and it's not who goes first or second, if I remember right, it's whoever's got the, is it Nexus Collapse? Yeah. I think at it the is, start yeah. of each battle round after the first, uh, the player with the fewest victory points can choose to collapse two objectives. So I really like that one because it's always the person with the fewest points. So again, it's another incentive to if your opponent takes the first and scores five points, do you maybe only go for four? Yeah. So you can then remove objectives that you want. So I really like that. I also, I, I played that at a one day or in tabletop minis and I tried to, and I removed all the objectives from the table because I knew I battle tactics I could score. My opponent didn't. Ah, yeah. yeah, yeah so I'm like, okay, I can, I can make up, I still can make up enough to win it turned out. He'd, he'd gone too far ahead, but if you are close with somebody and you can remove the objectives and you know you have one or two battle tactics that they don't have at that point, yeah, that's another one that I really like. Um, and I think Geomantic Pulse is the one that I've really enjoyed. Where you prefer... I like that one too. It's, I... it's nice and simple, but there's that that turn, that turn two priority roll determines so much of the game because you choose where that pulse is going to go. It does, but also I think you know you could argue that there's that there's a scrap for turn three. But, well, I mean, well, put it this way: you you can try and go early and and mm-hmm. hold it to start with, getting points. But you could, in theory, except you will lose some at the start, and then try and, and, try and get them, try and yep. pull them back later on. And that that's the, the swinginess of that's pretty interesting, you know. Uh, yeah, I so, think, yeah. Aside from towers in the tundra, which like doesn't really function that well because it involves like holding scenery and like um, wizards towers and stuff and it's just not that interesting a mission everybody the seems rest to, of the... yeah everyone seems to be kind of that's the one that everyone i think is kind of complaining about but i mean i don't personally yeah. mind it if i'm honest with you but like maybe I that's because i'm got wizards <laughs> but um like i don't know but it's uh um well, so there's only two objectives and then you get two points if you control your own wizards tower at the end of the game yeah and two points if there's no enemy units controlling theirs at the end of the game. Yeah. So it's it's just I don't know. I'm yeah. not entirely keen on it. But aside from that, I think the rest of them are all good. Like I like I'm an army that does nothing but charge and run. I still like the mission you do morals for doing that. Like I'm still yeah. fine with that being a thing. Like I'm no no problem there at all. I'm not so, a fan of that if I'm honest with you. But I I I don't know. I, I kinda feel like I think it rewards uh you you just you have to be more selective about your charges and your running. I think it just makes you only commit where you really want to. You don't maybe do so much needless charging. You go, okay, I don't need to make that combat. But then the day also. But but is there is there any such thing as a needless charge? I mean, like I mean. Yeah, there's usually should... times where like you don't need to commit. Because you got to remember. Yeah. If you whip yeah. your attacks, your opponent gets to attack you. If I if I already got the objective, say. And you're on it, and we're waiting to go into priority next turn. Do I want to bother charging you? I've already got the points. 
if I lose cryo, I could be stuck in combat with you. Oh yeah, no, no, definitely. You, so you, is, you, you could you could lose your unit and therefore lose. Yeah, no, no, I, yeah. I, definitely. But I, I guess I, I kind of think that that's not what I would classify as a needless. Like I, I would say that's more just maybe I'm splitting hairs here, but it, that's a strategic yeah. decision, right? So like it's yeah, not true. like based on whether or not you yeah. take mortals or not. That's like because you yeah, don't want to use that unit, they, like. Because like, say it's a little five-man screen. Well, two Mornfang will take them off. But I could, yeah. have, I could have a Mornfang half hurt. But I still got three mm. wounds left now. So if I roll that D3, I could lose a whole Mornfang before they go in if I've only got two in the unit. Like, mm, See, so, I don't know. I think for armies right now in this meta that, 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 that are going to struggle with magic, I think hamstring and their running and char- charging, I don't know. It just For me, it doesn't feel like the best thing. I, I kind of, for example, like what I would have accepted more like is if you run and charge through an objective, yeah. Like say say the objective was a was a, a an ice. It's a little bit I've played. I want to just clarify that I've not actually played this one yet, but I'm not up in arms about it. Yeah, so. yeah. Because then then you have a choice, right? Okay, you know, right. You can maneuver how you need to, mm-hmm. and if you need to charge into an objective, okay, you're hitting everything now. You're 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 going yeah. for glory, and okay, you could take mortals, fine. But just anywhere in the battlefield where you need mm-hmm. to run to. I, because here's another thing, right? Say you've got a low bravery unit, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 then you 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 mortal yourself, and then they, they all they, they, a bunch of them run, and you're like, what? <laughs> I've actually heard yeah, stories no, of uh, there was a, a a horror story that came through on the um, on the Seraphon chat. Um, uh, Lord Croak um, killed himself on that mission. Well, no one. He, is going to be sad about that. I'm <laughs> <gonna tell> you. <laughs> I, I believe now I, it was a while ago I'd heard it, but he had he did ran croak, and he he took the D three mortals and they, they they rolled dice and I think he rolled yeah. um uh what was it um uh I can't remember what it was yeah, but they, they rolled like two sixes and a five or something yeah and, and, and like and and they hit I think that's what it was. And he hit twenty, and he yeah. fucking died. The the, the Lord of Space and Time, the oldest being he in the history of the Age of Sigmar universe. Like everyone is just a dream to Lord Croak. He's been around so long, and the motherfucker tripped and fell on a bit of sharp ice in the battlefield right. and died. Like you now know, is my favorite mission to ever exist in the game <laughs> because it can kill Croak. Yeah, well, <laughs> it just goes to show what one in the spectrum actually is. I see if yeah. that happened to me in the battlefield. I think I'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> up ending the table and like uh, I don't know like a, uh, but uh, like uh, um, so anyway uh, it's it's not my favourite but it, see at the end of the day it's, I can understand the thinking behind it and yeah. you know what see if someone like you doesn't mind it and you're, run, you're running a, a, a running yeah, think, army then you know what maybe it's fine <laughs> I mean you know? we'll, we'll see like I could play it if it's, if it's I don't well so we don't know the missions are but if it's in the pack I could play it and hate it like I think it's potentially quite a lot, because it'll mean, it'll mean that I won't run and charge. I'll just pick one of them. I'm not going to risk doing both. Mm. But, eh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But on the whole, I've enjoyed, like say, the rest of them. Um, I'm trying to look to the generals that I don't really enjoy, and I don't, I don't think there is. Yeah. There's a few that's going to be interesting to play out. There's the one where you get bonus points for killing wizards. That's going to be an interesting one because some armies are just going to give up points. Yeah. Like, for example, I'm not going to give up any extra points for that mission. Yeah. 
I mean, you've you got would, your Sorry, point not either, but you can kill your two little, your two little like uh, star seers. Like, I'm probably not going to kill your slam, but if I kill your two star seers, and that's what four points I've, I've gained, that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that could be huge. I mean, probably not because I'm probably taking so many mortal wounds, my army's dead anyway. But, <laughs> but if, if they die. Do you get the points if they die of their own accord? Like if they miscast, or for no. example? Yeah, no, right, it's, okay. it's got to be if you slay them, basically, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no pity points. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, but you've also got the uh, no reward without risk, where, you know, um, if a wizard dies and a four-up, it blows up. Yeah, yeah and like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was each unit within a number of inches equal to wounds characteristic of that wizard suffers D3 mortal wounds. So, like, can you imagine a slan castle? This is the kind of nightmares I play in my head. Right? I've got <laughs> spellcasting savant as my grand strategy. So my slan gets killed. Um, I lose my grand strat. I lose my general. My addition, uh, my <laughs> ability to get double summoning points on that general. Um, yeah. and, and then not only that, but he blows up with a nine-inch radius doing DC mortals to everything around about him, which is probably enough at that point to finish off yeah, because like, you're assuming it'd be like maybe turn three. We're talking yeah. here. That's enough to finish off potentially be, two yeah, more wizards, which then will blow up. And yeah, it's like that scene at the end of what do you call it? Um, Fight Club, you know, where like the building, yeah, they're all just <laughs> like, like just yeah. explosions in the distance. That's just anti seraphon army imploding. Um, but uh, but yeah, so um, so anyway, uh, but uh, it's you know what though. Can't have it all your way. I think it's still interesting. It's still. And I think I think on the whole, these missions are better than the last book's missions. Well, I think so. I think there's something very interesting and very sort of like there's a, a whole bunch of them. You can play more than one way. You, yeah. you can take more than one approach to them, and they're both viable. And if both people take different approaches, then it's like, well, what do you do? Do you continue on yeah. with your what, approach, or do you try and cancel your opponents? I don't know. It's, it's yeah, very it's, cool. I like it. For all that, there, then there is a lot of this GHB I don't like, and which is going to come up in a minute. Mission design is definitely not one of them. I think these are probably my favorite missions in AOS so far because, as you said, there's multiple ways to play a lot of the missions. Yeah. There's, they're they're still, it's taken them a while, but more and more missions now are messing with power levels. They're messing with, do you want to go first or second? Do how you want to approach that, which I think is good because the power level is such a big thing in Sigmar. Mm-hmm. That it's it's nice to have them go. Okay, do you want to go first? Do you want to go second? There's and primal dice add to that as well. Like as a caster, you want to go second. You want that extra hero phase generation to then do all your casts. So yeah. But then if you go second against like me, I can have my whole army into your whole army in a turn if I want to. So if that's a smart play, that's probably what I would do. Mm. Just because why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you can start having problems because you waited to go second. So yeah, it's. It's going to be interesting. I think the primal dice mechanic to go through that, I really like. Although realizing how much you generate is mad. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so I've taken uh, Andatorian acolytes yeah, as well. Yeah, I've so had that for my big lock. So I think if you go wizards, you need it. Like you, you can't think so. not take it because you need as much primal dice as you can get. Although I didn't realize at first, though, that um, I thought you chose the primal dice you rolled. I don't think that you. You roll one, and then you can just decide to add another. You know, like you can right, just, you yeah, know, keep yeah. going and adding as many as you want. I thought you had to decide beforehand. Right, I'm going to roll two primal dice with this. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, which is it's a lot, obviously a lot better that you can just decide to keep adding mm. if you need to. Um, but 
it could make it quite interesting if it wasn't like that and you did have to decide, right, I'm going yeah. to go with this because... It'd be, yeah, it would be completely different. It would be an entirely yeah. different yeah. method but, for that. But I really, I, I like it. I, I think it's fun. I think it's, I think it does create a have and have nots for sure. Like playing against Zinch with it is horrible because the Lords of Change, obviously, when you they cast a spell, they make both dice, whatever the highest one is. So when I was when I was playing against Zinch, he two two of them, he would almost always roll a five or a six in that roll. So he'd often be casting yeah. to get plus one for each chicken, plus two. He'd often be a fourteen before adding in primal dice. <sighs> I know. And it just gets so hard to try and you're using like three primal dice to stop one spell. Yeah. But sometimes it's important, but it also gives you that option to do that. But it's interesting though because so they may choose to not use the primal dice in that instance, in which case you yeah. can attempt to unbind and use yours, and you have a better chance of it because mm-hmm. you are using yours. Because they might just assume, oh, it's fine at fourteen, whatever. But then if they do use the primal dice to ensure it, well. If you decided not to use your primal dice at that point, you were yeah, never yeah. going to be able to do it anyway. So it doesn't exactly. feel like you've really lost anything. It, it, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a strange kind of thing adding that extra dice. But I, I think uh, I feel at the moment it really is. It really does work. And of course, there, obviously, there's circumstances where you need it. For example, Blizzard. But like, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, throwing them in against certain key spells that you really, really want to go off. You yeah. really need to go off. That's pretty critical. You know, like for some armies, it is for sure. Um, so and also like that you really, really I mean if, if if the blizzard comes in and it's going to hit your I don't know um, Kragnos or something you know yeah, like yeah. Uh, you know what I mean well, like I was actually I actually wrote a Kragnos list and the blizzard's one of the reasons I didn't take him yeah because as much as he ignores spells on like three d six based on the casting value that's still not enough to reliably stop a twelve cast spell yeah yeah and yeah. yeah he'll just disappear. Because one of the lists I did test out, which was a lot of fun, and it was very dumb, was like a hunter from a general and three units of two cats from a battle line, and then just Kragnos and two frost lords. It was just like, <laughs> so stupid. Oh, God. There's so much armies that just delete like yeah. so much of that quickly. I'm like, no. It was, I played it into Martin's Mega Gargans, and it was just dumb fun. But yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> I can't take this to a tournament. It's just going to be awful Aye. Um, but oh, yeah no. bl- again Blizzard's one that's as I was saying that's that one spell made me think well I probably can't justify Kragnos because that's 700 points and if he dies to a Blizzard from a 60 point Grot Wizard I'm going to punch him <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just, no no know. for real for real that's uh, the, yeah 100% um, I am curious and horrified to hear what Blizzard stories we're going to get this weekend I know, no, hundred percent. Um, it's yeah, because it depends as well what wizards. I mean, it is, for example, it's it's um, Seraphon's actually one that that people probably should be watching out for a bit, but because we've got the hero phase teleport as a heroic yeah. action, mm-hmm. up you come, yep, and you're and then, in range, and then you've got that primal dice from and you're at. I can just murder something in turn one. Now, don't get me wrong. I think if you're in that position. You are probably going to sacrifice whoever's doing that. That's why yeah. in my original list I was taking a star priest because it's like one cast. Yeah, be, five wounds. If you lose them, is it the end of the world? Whereas now I'm taking a star seat, it feels like a bit more of a loss. It's a two caster plus mm-hmm. you've got that, you know. But at the same time, it's like 
you can need a bit of longevity in the back line too. So yeah, um, I, I, but yeah, you you throw that up and you do that and you take it. I mean, who, who's you know a Bellacor or something like that? I mean, like yeah. well, my my, my Frost Lord, he's only got what fifteen wounds or something like that with a five up board. Very good. Yeah, chance. You, you take him off the table. You've basically got a fifty-fifty chance of taking him off. Like yeah. so, like uh, you know, and if if you don't take him off with that, he's hurt. Uh, He's, he is very hurt. I mean, it's, yeah. it only takes a unit of skinks maybe to shoot him, and he's he's, he's yeah. finished. You know, like so, like uh, um, so, <coughs> it's uh, it. You've got to really. I, I think everyone's taking Blizzard if the. Well, it seems like that it's yeah. very very popular. Like you know, I think I do wonder I, if we're going to see a nerf in it down the line though. What I, I what I want to see, I'd like to see it gone, but that's not going to happen. I'd like to see it removed to a nine inch range, so you can't cast it after a teleport. I see what you're saying. Okay. I think I think that removes the teleport yeah, strategy. I, I see what you're and saying. I think then it's a much less feel bad spell. Yeah, it's almost like I think they assumed, or they they no, okay. So they they assume that, that whatever teleport's going to happen is going to be uh, end of the movement phase. But of course, there are some that do it in the hero phase. Well, and so, so like my um, so my like Iron Jaws, they've got a teleport spell right so i i that my big one i also had but then the other way the way i did it was i gave my maniac weird up fast one so you can move in the hero phase so i had a couple of different ways to deliver it mm-hmm. but which you know hero phase movement is fine because that's that is you know something that only a few people have access to but i think if you limit it to a nine inch range it just it's it's fine that or make it casting value like 14 or 15, so you have to use Primal Dice to do it, so you're already risking it, you have to have these dice. I think you pretty much already do have to use the Primal Dice, so right? I I mean, you do, but you could technically you know, double six it, and it's it's going off. Mm. You don't have to put Primal Dice in, whereas if it's a casting value of 15, you're going to have to put it in, you're going to have to roll well, you're probably going to put the two in, like, you just I think that the nine inch range is the easiest fix in my opinion, for that spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, then you just think so. You have to. You're then you're waiting to try to be turn two or three. You'll be in combat with something. You're kind of blizzarding in short range. I think it's a much less. It's like the word gun profit then, really. Whereas you have to mm. be in range before you the turn earlier to do the damage with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not a bad shout. Don't say it too loudly, Grant. They might be listening. <laughs> there is zero chance that the GW <laughs> listen to this podcast. Ah, uh, geez. Oh, next FAQ bomb. Um, hey, yeah. if it's because of me, I will parade. Yeah. <laughs> because of that. I will, I will, everyone's tears will make me incredibly happy. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, so that is, that is Blizzard. Uh, a rupture, we've obviously touched upon. It's, yeah. I don't see as many people taking it, but it's... it's rupture good, exists. Good it's, that, it's that yeah. Seraphon, you know... Wild your own incarnate, feed your own endless spell, chuck it into the enemy. That's, yeah. I don't know what it's there for. Um, it shouldn't be. It should be enemy incarnates or something like that, I feel. And I feel that solves that problem. I feel that's the thing. I think those two spells are very fixable. You make Rupture have to be targeted an enemy unit, and you make um, Blizzard a nine-inch range. Mm. And I think, I think if we got both those fixes those spells instantly become a lot more palatable. Yeah, but, okay, so Devil's Advocate, they become more palatable, but do they become shit? <laughs> do they become, like, kind of Ru- pointless? Rupture becomes a bit shit, yes. 
But then it exists to give you that battle tactic option. It's a spell you can put in your list. You can mm. you can wild someone else's incarnate or endless spell, get you your battle tactic. Like it becomes a utility piece and not a weird yeah. rules ish spell. Um, Blizzard probably Blizzard I think is fine at nine inches because it's such a devastating spell at the minute. At the minute, Blizzard is too easy to delete units because it's if you have, very easy to hurt yourself with it. Like yeah, but if you yeah, but depending on how much damage you do, you don't care. Because you're using it on little wizards, crappy wizards, and things like that to um, to yeah. do the damage. Like you're, you're you're only putting Blizzard on throwaway wizards. You're not you're not putting Blizzard on your slam. Like you know, you're you're not doing things like that because of the damage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the, the the one that everyone thought would be the problem: Horfrost. <laughs> Which, yeah, I, I feel Horfrost is actually an essential one, though. Like, I feel like I can't see that getting FAQ'd anytime soon. No, and I, I think given the problems of their two calls, I don't think Horfrost is that bad. I mean, there's some hilarious things you can do with Horfrost. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some great goblin tricks you can do with it that I think is quite interesting. Um, there's some bits of it that are obviously things like, you know, the, the one of the current boogeymen, the, the ghoul, infinite ghoul spam, where you can have... 30 ghouls with 7 attacks each fairly easily. Well, you've got to get a couple of spells off to do that. And then with your next spell, you give them rent 3. All of a sudden, you've got like a crappy mm. chaff battle line unit just deleting whatever they want in the game. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's where Horfrost becomes a bit of a weird one because it can mess with, with the way things are pointed because cheap units are cheap for a reason. Usually they don't have rend or things like that. Once you can change that, it. I see what you're saying. I mean, what, what would you change then if you could? But I no, I mean, I, I don't think I think Horfrost will just carry on as it is. Uh. It's just there is these there is these interactions where you go, okay, wow, this cheap chaff unit is now busted. Right. But okay. that's just going to be a thing. Though. That's going to be what Horfrost does. Mm. And that's it's like you like the the growth thing is you take what sixty. 60 stabas, you have a the, the, have them near the sports blast to give them extra attacks. So you've got 120 attacks now from this block. Then you make them uh, hit on twos because you also give them all out attack, which is kind of irrelevant, but from the loon boss, because it also gives them along with plus one to hit, which you don't need because you're hitting on ideally twos. Mm-hmm. You hit on threes minimum with poor frost, and you can make it twos with all attacks. You're always hitting on twos then. But what it does give you is mortal wounds on sixes. So you're rolling 120 dice, looking for mortals on sixes. On sixes to hit? Yeah. Oh. So 120 dice, hitting on twos, mortals on sixes. Yeah. And then just a shed load of wounds, uh, like forced to wound or something like that with no round. So it's a decent whack of mortals, and then just a bucket load of armor saves to make from 60 goblins. But the mortals <laughs> in that are coming from the, bon- the buffs, not Horfrost buffs. But, no, that, that, that's the loon boss buff. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. makes you hitting on twos, which is just giving you the pure volume of attacks. Yeah, the volume. Yeah, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. At that point, I think it, I think that unit can drop a mega, <laughs> which is oh yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like Sixty goblins just stabbing a mega in the ankles till it falls over is yeah, just completely severing <laughs> it, hacking away at <laughs> its toes or whatever. Achilles, Achilles uh, tendon. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, but, but yeah, I, I, I think I think Horfrost. I don't really have a big issue with like I don't like the 
But then ghouls will be changing. It's just the fact like there is a way to do seven attacks at rent three on a crappy unit is pretty. I know, I know. But you know, I think yeah. the well, thing that I like about sorry, go ahead. No, 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 Neil. I was just gonna say the thing I like about it is like it means you almost can't take anything for granted. Like when when yeah. you are when you're like looking at objective, you can't just assume that oh, like I'm gonna smash that unit, you know, mm-hmm. take them out because next thing you know, Horfrost is in them and they charge you or they fight back and they're actually mm-hmm. like quite tanky or they, they, yeah. We all default. To, I think everyone's like, oh, it's the Ren, the Ren's the big thing, but the, the hit pull is massive as well. Being able to take. Because a lot of units have big, swingy, high damage attack that hit on fours. Well, you can make that twos. Like, it's... The math in the unit just changes completely. So yeah. I, I think, I I think depends. I'm fine with Warfrost. Yeah. It, I guess it depends. There's, there's, there's obviously quite a lot of ways to get pluses to hit for, for various mm-hmm. different people. So I, I guess that's the area where people will be like, well, okay. We, we'll just settle for an all-out attack or for some kind of, like, you know, AoE buff yeah, or something like that. Yeah, but if you're hitting on fours and then say you're going to be with minus one attack, with minus one to hit, now you're hitting on fives. If you can be... Oh, yeah, yeah, two, no, 100%. And you're going to threes, and you can all attack back. Like, there's definitely cases for it. Oh, 100%. Yeah, think, in that I instance, I would say, yeah, three, yeah. That's the spell that I am fine with. I do want changes to the other two. Whether we'll see them or not, I don't know, but I think the rupture's probably not likely because that could just be a phase we're going through. Yeah, but I think Blizzard needs to be taken down to nine inches, personally. Uh, I'm gonna have to mull that one over in my head because I I, I kind of do see your point on that. Actually, uh, I, I'm a little bit unsure just because I'm kind of thinking you kind of have to think like I'm I'm trying to think of it not like a magic army. Like you know, if you've yeah. got like a, a, you're taking a wizard, um, for a predominantly melee army, it gives. Mm. It gives you a shot at some serious magic damage against something which you yeah. wouldn't normally have had uh, in any circumstance. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of like, well, that's fair. It feels like it should be okay, but I mean, then... It's, yeah. it's, the only reason I don't like it being 12 is because it's teleportable. Yeah, think, the teleport, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or because it, obviously they've already put it in that you cannot extend the range of the spell. So mm-hmm. You can't spell a portal or anything like that, which is good. But now they're just moving the whole wizard. Yeah. So it's clear that GW don't want this spell to be something you can do at range. That's clear. Yeah, 100%. Intent. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I think the, the easiest fix to keep that idea is just take it to nine inches. Or, yeah. I mean, you could say if the wizard teleports, like if the wizard has moved or set up this turn, it can't be used. You know, there's, there's, there's ways to put in wording, but wording like that can be played around and someone will find a weird rule that gets around it or something like that. Or well, yeah, say, I mean, uh, it's now nine inches. Chop, stop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> until until uh, until you meet the next Seraphon player who takes the space holder stave, and then they yeah. can be within seven, and then it's yeah. Blizzard from the Lizard Wizard. Yeah. I mean, okay. Okay. I want, I want to be six inches range now. You, yeah. You've just lost three inches. I want range from, from one inch now. range. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a melee spell now. Like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, but, yeah, yeah. That, that's it. I think if we just can bring that range down, it's it's a much more palatable. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I've, well, I've, I've I, used it, and I've had it used against me. Like, I've I lifted twenty blood reavers with it <laughs> one of the times I cast it. Like, it's dumb, and I like yeah. dumb things. Yeah. I just think there's a bit. There's just a couple armies that can just do what they want with it, and I think the intent is not to do that. Yeah, I mean. I think you're absolutely right that we are going to hear um, some really good stories after yes. this weekend. Uh, yeah, 
Probably um, my throttler we, disappearing in every game. <laughs> we'll, we'll probably have to do a segment in each in each episode, like yeah. the, 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 the Blizzard segment, where like yeah. you know, like we tell horror stories about. Yeah. I, I get used to be like, <laughs> like whenever there's a go track, like whenever I ran go track, I always like to you know carry the uh, the go track kills. That was always a fun game. But now it's <laughs> yeah. now it's Blizzard kills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like new... Yeah. Uh, very good. Uh, we'll see. We will see. But. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna rack up a few stories in my own if possible. But yeah. I think there there is a temptation there to do that though. I mean it's like it's like I said, like you know, I threw threw a, a Star Priest forward, tried to blizzard, had mm-hmm. it unbound, um, and failed the battle tactic. Star Priest stuck yeah. there, gonna die next turn, like it can really fuck up badly. So but like it, stories I, like stories are what makes Warhammer games interesting to me. hundred percent, yeah. Like the winning and losing part doesn't it doesn't bother me much anymore. I just want fun stories from games. And recently there's been a bit less of that because just the way the missions are, the way the meta is and stuff like that, there's maybe not been as many fun moments and risks and stuff. But I think uh-huh. like Blizzard's definitely going to cause some, um, depending on what happens. Like I might be looking at taking Gotrek to Northern Invasion potentially, uh, ah. which, okay. which could be a fun, that's always a fun thing. Like, yeah. You know, he's he, he was another anvil I considered actually, yeah. to be honest with you, because obviously you can do the damage and stuff, and it makes someone the a bit more reluctant to charge your lane. Is that Stark won't remove his ward save and then he just falls over? Yeah, yeah, potentially. Because once you lose your three up ward, you just die. Like, yeah. only or even like you know, for example, the, the worst one actually is uh, is probably KO because uh, it seems to be a yeah, fairly also include that artifact for the two up ward removal. Yeah, absolutely, uh, and yeah, they'll they, just they blast yeah, yeah, but yeah. That's, that's the thing. That's why, ultimately, I don't know if I will put Gotrek back on the table at the minute, because there's, you know, that's at least two armies. That, and Soblites can also turn off wards. So that's, you know, three different factions now that just kill Gotrek. Yeah, but, but he is a huge deterrent, though. I think as much as anything else, like, if you have him on your line, and it's like, we, mm-hmm. people have to really think if they're going to charge Alpha Strike your Yeah, I mean, against most other armies, it's, it's fine. But against those, they just lift him turn one or two, and I'm suddenly playing with 1,500 points. Yeah, 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 no, hundred percent. I mean, ends the breaks really. Um, it is, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know we should we should have like a kind of a, a, a you know a diary of like AOS bad beats, you know, like. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, I heard it said I used to play poker back in the day, and uh, I heard I think it was Phil Helmuth he used to say he, he was always a, a loudmouth man. I don't know if you follow poker. But, no, uh, I don't. No, I don't. Um, yeah. uh, I think he was self-professed bad boy of poker or some shit anyway uh, mm. if, there, if there ever could be such a thing but um but uh he he always used to say no one cares about your bad beats no one cares about your bad beats in poker because mm. we've all had them we've all had them yeah but poker's different poker's kind of like you know it's based on a very set thing of cards or whatever and it's a bad beat fine yeah see see aos stories though but oh my nice. god they're yeah. painful yeah you know you, you, we've yeah, all felt it and you know it is, uh, especially like you know saturday nights you know if you're in the pub or whatever if there's, there's, there's always someone in the group that's gone three and no and they've had nothing but good stories. Nah, I don't care about that. that, that that's <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 the, it's the people crying into their pints because Blizzard wrecked them or, you know, their key piece uh-huh. just failed like a three inch. Like, yeah, back, back to Brudolph. When I played Mark, his Smangler Squig failed a three inch charge. And yeah. that's roughly what cost him the game because I yeah. left a hole for him to fit in. If he made any other role, he would have made in no problem. But that's that's what makes that game memorable. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Because otherwise, you remember. Otherwise, the part to remember about the game is where I stopped him moving his hoppers for an entire game. Like that's not a fun part of the game. But that's that's how I won. But the yeah. fun part is his Manglish Quake doing that one mistake, and that's that's what I want more of from AOS. And I think I'm hoping we're going to get it because everyone seems energized by these new missions. I think there's a lot of fatigue over the last two GHBs and the missions. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of similarities, and now we've got twelve brand new ones. This will be you know the first event with it. Yeah, well, I'm I'm glad. I'm actually slightly relieved, you know, because because you know when they say like you're only gonna, you know, this is this is for the year, you know, yeah. like uh, you kind of think, oh god, this better be, you know, I don't want any more battle plans where you can't, or sorry, battle tactics that you literally can't achieve it in the battle plan, like you know, yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, so you you're, you're kind of hoping that it's going to be all right, but um, don't get me wrong, like um, without sounding at all negative about it i do think by the time we reach the end of this ghb i think people will be sick of magic i think they'll be looking looking for a defrost uh, thawing out of the but um but uh, but for the time being though there's so much there that um that can shift and change and uh Mm. and and we talked already about like different approaches to the same uh battle plan Mm -hmm. i think it's just a lot and and we i i I feel at the moment like we haven't even got to the anywhere near the depths of where you know, when we're looking, you know, first half of next year, once we've all had, you know, half a year to play with this, uh-huh. I think there'll be a very interesting discussions coming out about how the missions are played and right. the ways to set up and things like that. But that, I mean, the main reason I want this, just to go back to the, the, the spells, is covers what you're saying is we have this book for a year. I don't, I don't want a year of Blizzard ruining people's games, and that's the yeah. problem with Blizzard, is that it can. I mean, if, if you go to enough tournaments, you're fine. You take it on the chin, you move on. It's new people coming to tournaments, getting blizzarded off. It's it's not a great... It's, it's a feels bad. So I think if we're going to have it for a year, that's why that and Rupture, I think if we can just tone them down, then I think we'll have a good year. I think if we, if we, if we have a year of just eating uh, you know, turned incarnates and blizzards to the face, it won't be so fun. <laughs> No, I hear what you're saying, uh, and I don't, I don't disagree with you. Um, I think uh, um, we're just so early at the moment to see yeah, whether or absolutely. not it really yeah. is a thing. I mean, um, this, this could all be. Maybe Blizzard isn't as big of a problem as it seems to be. I mean, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, and because think, the, the actual incarn- armies. It's a weird thing. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, see, like the rupturing in Carnival is is a weird thing. I don't really know if that's a problem long term or if it's just a flavor of the month Seraphon problem just now, and then. Three months time, they won't see this as a as a thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's the honest. I don't really no, anybody knows. Um, no, I, no, um, we do. But you know, as well, I I was going to say that some things as well with with these kind of things. You know, that the armies you think are going to start off being the dominant ones based on the kind of battle plans and stuff. You know, because mm-hmm. you can look at some and think, right, okay, hang on, they can teleport around, so they can take lots of objectives really quickly. So therefore, they're mm-hmm. probably going to be a better army for that plan except oh wait it's limited resources and if you do that you take it all yeah, turn yeah. one and you basically fuck your own game like mm-hmm. so like it's like ah uh, hang on you know so so you're you we, we could see some some shifts in the actual uh the way the armies are gonna yeah. have to build for you know like for some of these battle plans you know um, Absolutely. i mean so you're, you're already having to build for either magic or anti-magic or ignore like, and mm-hmm. I don't think you can half-ass any option. Mm-hmm. If you have, like, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's any point now in taking like one wizard in your army because you're yeah. just, gonna, you're just gonna struggle with one. Yeah, I think you want two or three. You want the battalion. 
or you just try like corn for example or no myriad bone reapers yeah. and just try and shut down the opponent's magic instead yeah i mean but it's, it's, this is the interesting thing though it's like you, you you know okay so everybody was talking about i suppose um gargants last time and how how badly hit they were with that mm -hmm. that uh, ghp you could have argued before we knew what we were talking about that you know oh well magic heavy ghb surely that's not going to be great for the gargants either but actually the way that they can dominate onto objectives and stuff like mm -hmm. that is going to make things difficult for people like that. I, I feel I, I don't. I don't. I think we're going to see a resurgence in gargants necessarily. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, but, there's, but, a, there's a couple of gargant lists coming next weekend. Yeah. I obviously, at the time recording, lists aren't out, but I know two people taking gargant armies. So there's at yeah. least two two different gargant armies coming along. Yeah. I think they're going to. I think they're going to start being a bit more interesting again, just because well, of the nature of the way the objectives are in the battle plans. And I also go. think as well. People haven't had to deal with gargants in a while. People aren't yeah. checking into your list how to remove four monsters at 35, 40 wounds apiece. Yeah, well, that used to be the benchmark, right? You used yeah. to think that it was like, right, okay, can you down a gargant in a turn? Yeah, do, do you, you have enough out gargant a turn? You lose because yeah, that, yeah, exactly. Primary off them. Exactly, you know, like um, so, like you were, you were, you were taught not, you were doing your maths and saying, right, well, if that's the situation, blah blah blah, can, can that unit do that? Mm -hmm. And that unit stacks up, and that buffs there. Will it? Will it do the twenty-five? You know. Or yeah. forty wounds, or whatever it is, you know. So, so like, um, uh, so yeah, you're right. Actually, that's a very curious point. I wonder if, like, you know, people have maybe just kind of like forgotten about them a little bit, and now that mm -hmm. they're going to come back, it's going to be like, oh shit, I've yeah. got to do how many wounds? <laughs> and then they're in exactly, your face, stamping yeah. so you know, like, one source, and then you've got ah, uh -huh. well, the other three <laughs> are taking, you <laughs> yeah, know, all the objectives. And, yeah, and you're not going to out-objective them with models. You have to not down easily. them. So like, <laughs> really? uh, so. Um, but uh, I don't know. Maybe that's where we'll see the biggest complaints of Blizzard because if you come in and you, you smash something, you take off like, you know, a third to a half of I mean, it's probably not going to take on, it's probably not going to take half. Uh, you're, you're probably only talking about a third of its wounds, but still that's mm -hmm. a good chunk off a Gargant, it's really. A, and they don't, they don't have ward saves. For, for one action, for, for one thing, that's, yeah. that's a huge action. Yeah. For one small hero to do that, um, it really makes it a lot more killable like for anything else, really, because there's plenty mm -hmm. of units out there that can do, you know, 25 wounds in a turn. Yeah, and, and that's always a kind of mark, is you think a lot of stuff will do your 20, 25 wounds, but your Gargant is still alive then. But people, like uh -huh. you say, now if you look at a lot of other units, once you do 20 wounds to a lot of units, they're gone or combat ineffective at that point. Yeah, basically. So yeah. a lot of your maths, you're kind of working out, okay, I need to be able to do 20 wounds into X amount of save with as much units as I can and things like that. Yeah. And now you've got these big lads coming on and being like, no, I don't care. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I, yeah. There, has, there has been some Gargan lists doing like you know three twos and, and stuff like that, which I think is a healthy spot for Gargans. I don't think Gargans dominating the meta like they used to it is healthy because they're such a, a skew army. Yeah. So I well, think then if they can get Gargans to sit around a three two and be fun to play against, they got Gargans in a good spot. Yeah, it's. Uh, I would like to see them. I, you know, this is why I actually really love AOS over 40k is because mm -hmm. you get things like Gargans. Like, you know, like uh, I, I, funnily, when I, I was obviously playing AOS, sort of practicing with, with Lewis for about a year mm -hmm. before I started, before I joined the Broken Realms Club and then like started playing a little bit more competitively. But I remember, uh, so basically we're talking, you know, like Seraphon v Sylvaneth for like a year, right? Uh, yeah. On the miss size table, right? <laughs> So we were choking to get other opponents. Mm -hmm. So I turned up at Broken Realms. I was, I was, you know, a bit nervous. 
quite mm-hmm. excited, but looking forward to seeing what we had. First matchup, Gargans. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I, I think it was Ian's, Ian's Gargans. So I was yeah. like that. Right. And I just <laughs> did not have a fucking clue what I was doing. No. Like, I, I'm not talking... I mean, I, I, I didn't technically really have a clue what I was doing anyway, but putting that aside for a moment, right? Yeah. I, like, I, I kind of knew how to play the game, but like... but. Challenge. What the? F- I just didn't have anything in my list that could do anything like enough. I was like, "How do? You, what do you do? Like, there's nothing mm-hmm. like you know." And they, they, it just ran roughshod over me. Now I then played a second game with them, which interestingly did sort of. I learned a big lesson there, which was the second game was one which was end to end, so yeah. really far away, and I had teleporting sinks and stuff. So I was actually able to. I was able to kind of take. Them. Unfortunately, we had to call the game a bit early. Mm-hmm. I think even Ian at that point was going. Mm, it was looking a bit risky for me to be honest. And it, yeah. They were still had a lot alive, but I think I was getting points. So it did say to me, "Ah, hang on, though. There is, there is a way. There is, yeah, you know, yeah. like you don't have you to always kill everything, you, you know." But you, um, stop them. you want to kill? I think you always kind of want to kill two because then they can't do hold one or two or more anymore. So yeah, you're capping that point off, and then their battle tactics are—they're not good, but there's a couple they can do. So then they can start struggling to score that. But mm-hmm. if they deny you off the main objectives for like three, four turns, you're just not winning anyway. So yeah, 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 yeah. It'll be oh. good to see. I think. I, th- I think the, the two lists I know are coming are both very different garden lists, so I really can't wait to see how they play out. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'll be one. I'll be watching from the sidelines. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, yeah. Just pure well, interest. Yeah. It's the great thing with uh, taking VCR based on previous with them. The games don't last long. <laughs> mm-hmm. Either run through your opponent or they run through you. And, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I've Reese game one who doesn't, you know, we know Reese. He plays for forty minutes and you're you're, you're tabled. Like he's he's, he's just he's just he has cracked the code. He has cracked yeah. the code for how to do it with Sylvan yeah. for sure. And um, uh, not to take anything away from his uh, his ability as a player because he obviously knows what the hell he's doing. But mm-hmm. but yeah, there's uh, um, yeah, there just is a uh, there's a methodology there that that is, I wouldn't say it's. It's foolproof, but it's it's very it's pretty damn close to being foolproof. It's about as foolproof as you can get, you know. Like I've uh, I've not actually played Reese. I don't think I'm pretty sure we have, we haven't actually played because I'm down one end of the tournament. He's down. He's up the other end of the tournament. So our paths never really cross. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to getting that game, and I'm looking forward to seeing like how how it works. Like I just every tournament I'm still uh, playing, and he's walking about. Yeah, I, I played it ages ago, and it was like, and it was another end-to-end board mm-hmm. battle plan, and like, and he was at one end, and I was at the other, and he put trees right in front of me, and like, yeah. and just teleported. <laughs> I was like, it we might as well have not been at the other end. It might as well be exactly, right in front of me. Yeah, they, they, like, you know, like it's, it's yeah. such a unique army. I, I played him onslaught as well. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, I had my night haunt and stuff like that, and it was, it was, you know, it was over fast and. Yeah. Um, I did the best I could to fight back, but I don't know. Just I think it, it's just too difficult when it, with that bomb combined with teleporting and stuff. But yeah. uh, it, you know, it's uh, I know Lewis is running Sylvanith now um, mm-hmm. uh, for the, for uh, for Tempest. I think he's he's still very much interested in his uh, his Idnith, but he's he's um, he's always still kept one eye on Sylvanith, so he's he's, he's yeah. coming back and stuff like that. But but uh, but uh, no, it's it's although and I think if I'm right, I could be wrong. I think. Reese did get beat by zombies last last in onslaught. I, I think, think the, end, yeah, that yeah. that is the way to do it though. As far as I can see, the only way really is to shut down space so much that yeah, the, you can't move the trees just have yeah, you can't get close enough, you know, like uh, and you just need a lot of screens to do that. Um so if you don't have it you know uh, No, no, not really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. S- same here. I mean I've I've got them but not 
not, not much. Not, not enough to withstand what he's going to be pushing. I, I, I don't. I don't think so. So um, and uh, you know, you kind of hope you know the strike and fade as well. It's just his back to. I don't know. Who knows, man? Yeah. Big big but man's is, got it cracked. Put it that way. He knows he what is, he's doing. And he is our current golden ticket winner. I believe there's Correct. one up for grabs at Tempest as well. There is, yes, as far as so I understand. There we will is, have yeah. a, a second. It'll be Reese slot. again. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> it's like two golden <laughs> tickets. Uh, yeah, but just get two tables side by side. We'll just play both games. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to lie though. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm excited to see what he does in, in the in the yeah. worlds because because I mean literally every game he's playing right now he's he's he's, he's battering it out in like forty minutes. It's literally mm-hmm. it's yeah. done. That is, that is what, what, they're, they're not. But I mean literally no. like like if that's what's happening I think he really does have a legit chance of doing well. I mean unless yeah. he comes up against a big zombie army but if he's lucky enough to avoid that mm-hmm. oof, who knows what uh, I mean, who knows what the meta's going to be at that point? Because um, yeah. it's, it's the same weekend as Farmhammer. Um, ah, okay, interesting. So that's why he's unfortunately had to drop from Farmhammer, because um, obviously, like, why would you ever not? Sorry, guys, I'm at Farmhammer this weekend. Yeah, can't, like, no, like, shut like, up. I'm not going uh, like, to let you come to Farmhammer. Like, you're yeah, going to yeah, 100%, but... Uh, but so yeah. it'll, it'll be good to kind of keep an eye on it. Obviously, there'll be you know, obviously time zone stuff. We ought to kind of check in and see and see how, how he's getting on. We'll have to, have to make sure we have a have a couple of rums in in, in his honour and see who yeah. see who gets who, who gets the ticket. Because I don't think we've any out of town visitors, so it will should be a second Scottish uh, golden ticket going through. Uh, it would be it would be great to see. Yeah, I mean, you know, and you, you look at it at the moment and. There's some, uh, there are some obvious potential contenders for this. I think. In, oh, absolutely, yeah. In, I mean, in Tempest, we'll know you know, once we see the list, but there's, yeah, at least five people that would be my pick. Yeah. So if I if I was to pin you down on one, who's you, who do you think's gonna? Right. Let me just. <laughs> I'm going to double check. I think. I mean, the obvious, the obvious two, and I'm going one. Obviously, you can never discount John Bayless. So, okay, John, he'd definitely be our pick, and I'm assuming Nathan's going. So he'd probably be, you know, the, the two of them are always fighting yeah. for the for the win. So I think my money would be on one of those two. DJ, you never count out though. I, mean, I know, I know, yeah. He's you know top of the. I think he's is he no, he's I think he's third in the rankings just now. But, you know, there, there's a lot. You know, if, you, if, you, if this had been, say, three years ago, mm-hmm. it would be between, like, two people. I think now it's between, like, five or six because there is that higher level of competition at the top end of the tournaments now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There is more people posting up, different people posting up four ones and five and oh than we've had in a long time. Yeah, yeah. So I, I know. Um, I mean... You know, there's 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 other there's other people there as well. You know, like I think you know, JJ is yep. has been has been killing it in the scene. And um, you know, I know that he's he's maybe had one or two losses lately. But I, but they they are actually I say one or two losses. Like like it's a big thing. <laughs> well, yeah, I, mean, I think uh, like, yeah, he, uh, he's, he took off like a fun list to the last. To yeah, the exactly. Day. He's, he's been experimenting with different things and stuff. Too. So once I look at the list, I'm like, okay, he's not. 
it's not the usual list we'd expect from him. So yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think you know, you just, you know, JJ's like one of those teams in the World Cup that like you just can never rule out. You just can never rule them out as like a a potential. Um, and, and we've got the fact that it is a golden ticket. Like that's going to make people potentially try even harder to win. Yeah, a bit more ruthless, won, maybe. They yeah. That ticket. yeah, people yeah. might just turn up like the fifth level. Because they go, well, you know, this is an actual... You know, see, I say it's a trip to Atlanta. You're still going to pay for everything yourself. But, mm. <laughs> you know, you get the yeah. you get the ticket, you get the invite, you get the prestige of winning a golden ticket. So... A hundred percent. It's And it's the only one, I believe, this year. Is that right? That's getting a golden ticket? There's for, no more... for Scotland? Yeah. 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 So this yeah, is the yeah. last... This will be the last one, yeah. I, well, and I don't think Matt got a second one for Broken Realms. I think he just got the one. So as far as I'm aware, it's just these these two, yeah. Which Aye, okay, okay. I wasn't expecting there'd be any in Scotland originally when it got announced. I think it'd have to be you know massive tournaments, but obviously, which Broken Realms is. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I yeah, expecting, yeah. Was expecting Scott to get one, but he, he did. So you know, I yeah. think brilliant though. I mean, it's phenomenal for for our scene. You know, like I think it's really important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and you know things like that will drive numbers up a little bit. You know, I, like I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I would have signed up for Tempest anyway. But when I did hear there was a golden ticket, I did feel yeah. that kind of like, oh, I mean, don't get me wrong, like I, my my chances of that are 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 less than some of the ones we've talked about. Let's put it that. <laughs> let's put it, I'll be kind to myself with that way. But, <laughs> um, but uh, but you know, uh, it's um, yeah, definitely, it definitely makes you. Realize mm-hmm. that there's a, there's potentially a lot at stake and you know opportunities there. So one thing I think um, day two is going to get very interesting for those that top row of tables. I think it, my my prediction for that is it's going to be a bit heated, uh, not in a negative way, uh, not oh. in a negative way. You know, our scene is the best actually, really. I mm-hmm. think you know from what I understand as well. But but I think that people are not going to be letting anybody away with anything uh, those on the second day top tables. I think there's yeah, going to I think, be. I think any any of the, the, the top table players as they were, like the people who we know are going to be kind of up there, potentially will be playing on, yeah, like a much harder line than normal because there is that extra element at stake that we don't normally have. Yeah, I know. And and also, you know, I, I don't know how you feel this. I've got, it's a curious subject is the, 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 the notion of, of, of gotchas, you know, like mm-hmm. because, because I, you know, you know, we mentioned JJ before. JJ is one of those, those players that is really, really. What I'm looking for is honourable, really. But like you know, he mm-hmm. he he will he'll tell you about his gotcha before you before you yeah. before it's a gotcha, you know. But that's that's the, for me the mark of someone who who it's not even just a sportsmanship. They're really confident and they really understand their own game because they are almost like you know they are they are leveling the playing field for their opponent yeah. too, which is actually really much is the spirit of AOS. I think you know, I, I, but, I agree. I, but not everybody like is like that. But at the same so, time, I, I kind of think. But if you if you do explain at the very beginning what your army does and you don't leave anything off the table, and you you know you say then you have explained it. And from there on out, it's, you know, you, you can always, like, you know, for example, like, say, say, okay, so in days gone by when I was playing mm-hmm. Seraphon, you know, I was quite often playing Fangs of Sotek, and yeah. Parting Shot is, mm-hmm. was, their, was their special ability. It was brutal, Parting Shot, you know, like, you could, you, you, could, you could mangle something, especially if, like, you know, you, you got a double turn there or whatever, you know, like, um, um, now, the, the very nature of... 
but you, you can do it at any point. Like you can be charged by three units. Yeah, you you can you can basically yeah. just shoot. You can just yeah. you, you can take you can shoot. So there's no minuses, and then on a four up yeah. you can move away. So it denies their ability to even. So like um. So you can you can shoot them in the first turn and then they can try and charge you and then shoot them again. So like um now the very nature of parting shot was a gotcha. Yeah, like, yeah. like to a degree. Like you you couldn't you you, you know, you I, I never did I would never not explain it. I always I always explained it thoroughly at the start. But then at that point I didn't mention it again because I was like, you know, it's a, it's it's mainly the, the the thing about my list is that thing. Like, you know, yeah. like and, and I I was placing a lot of stuff on that, so I was kind of banking that on my opponent forgetting and charging in, and there was a few times that really did happen, and you could see my opponent going, oh, oh, oh uh, well, maybe I don't want to do that yeah, charge. I'm like, well, you've done the charge, you know, like, so, yeah, yeah, you, you, so, like, uh, so it's, it's kind of too late, but, but, um, so, but you always feel like, oh, damn, am I, am I pulling a gotcha here? But then I always thought, no. <laughs> am, I, like, am I being a dick here? Yeah. yeah, am I being a dick? But at the same time... So, so there might there would be some circumstances where I would definitely say like see if it was just a super friendly game like or if yeah. like you know like uh, I was just I don't know even if I was playing Melusa I might just say remember about part and shot and stuff like that but he knew yeah. already you know um, because he played me enough so uh, so I guess what I'm trying to say in a nutshell is um, that I I believe that there's going to be I, I in some ways I feel it's a bit unfair to call them gotchas because it's kind of like well that's what the army does it's a special ability it's, and you yeah, have to be ready for it like if you don't a problem because it yeah. relies on your opponent falling into your trap as it were yeah you set traps for people you, which is if you don't describe it I think for me the key is does does the ability break a core rule of the game which parting shot does it yeah. changes the total dynamics of the charge phase so yeah you need to explain that. In the hero phase, at this right, in this the, the, at the game, once you once you deploy, you go okay. I've got this ability. It does this. This is what happens. I need this to be set up in this way with this, this, and that. You don't have to mention it again, but mm. I think you need to be clear about. Oh yeah, oh hundred percent. Yeah, uh, yeah, but but it's, it's, it's funny but, enough. When we when we, me and Lee were doing doubles against JJ and Martin, they it actually was a gotcha with parting shot on on, on that game. That was. And that was on us. Like we, I think they said, like you, they would have said, like, do you do you know about Seraph one? And we were like, yeah, 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 it, it's fine or or whatever. And then yeah, we forgotten about that or you know it didn't click. Yeah. And then it happened and it you know changed the game. Yeah, and so that's that, that, that is, is part like, of the learning. It's, yeah, it's about just, learning other armies, you know. Um, yeah, and that is just part of of the way that rule works. But I think there's less of them now in general in the game. I don't think there's many. I can't think of much gotcha gotcha stuff that. Um, yeah, I, I I don't I I think um, yeah there's there, there isn't I mean I I know we've spoken about there, like yeah. fight fight a second time and things like that. I don't think yeah. it's very gotcha, but there but there's an element of that where you think you're because fine think and then all of a sudden you're not. Almost always fights last, so it's not. Yeah. There's very few instant fights again. Yeah, and then but they can fight a whole other time, and then you're like, oh damn! Like, well, yeah. I didn't really bank on that, and mm -hmm. there was there was actually one. What was the one recently uh, that um, that I, oh, I can't remember? I think it was when I was playing Kyle Slanesh. I remember there was one that popped up, and not the uh, Slanesh is an army that I do not know. Like, yeah, I I wasn't very familiar with it until I played that, that time, and yeah, there, there was a. There, it wasn't a gotcha. He didn't play some mad gotcha on me, but it was no, something no. to do with the army that I just had not really considered fully enough. Yeah. And and I, I did it, and then he's like, "All right, I'll do that." And then it's like, "Oh wait, what? You? Oh no, do you know what I think it was? I think it was like a triple unleash hell or something like that." Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and it was like, it was like, like wait, what the fuck? You can, exactly. Like a like, like you know, like how are you meant to? For so me, 
that's yeah. the way they should be laying out because you know you know about only shell everyone can do only shell but if you have an ability like you do like triple redeploy triple unleash hell triple rally anything like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think you need to just again just say once at the start of the game and be like hey just so you know when i do this from this character it happens three times oh no it, but, but yeah but it's and essential I'm, I'm to say the start of the game like you, like it's like, say if the fangs of sotek right now has a triple redeploy ability that's yeah. its thing which is totally different from the last one but really really great especially awesome. for competitive play really really good yeah. um if i was to not say that at the start if i was to forget about that That'd be really fucking uncool. Like that would be really, really. I, I would yeah. at that point have to. I, I think that the right thing to do at that point would be to have not used it when I wanted to and said, "Oh shit, I never told you about that." Okay, I'll not use it this time. Yeah. But I this mean, is I what think... it does, so you know. Because yeah. because if you if you if you pull that out and ha- it's, it's essential, you have to explain that. You know. I yeah. think the, the 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 question is whether or not you you remind somebody about it at any point I think before. That's, that's up to you. I don't think it's expected. Yeah. Um, because at that point you're effectively not using your army's ability to an extent because you're uh-huh. you're nullifying yourself. So, yeah, yeah. It's you might have built a strat- a plan around that that moment mm-hmm. around that triple redeploy. But was you might have known you were going to do that before your opponent even yeah. moved there, but assuming he probably was going to move there. And then so for so yeah, but I think so I you, think it's things like yeah, you must explain the start of the game, make sure your opponent understands yeah. it. But after then, again, it depends where you are. If it's if you're on the bottom tables chilling out, yeah, probably say it, you know, mm-hmm. make them aware mm-hmm. because neither, neither of you are going home with, a, with you know, anything, you know, a trophy at that point. Like, you're, you're playing for fun. Yeah. Top tables, so yeah, clear to the start of the game and then you're on your, you're on your own after that. Yeah. No, 100%. I mean, I, there was one bad experience that I'm aware of um, and I, will, I won't go into to, to names or circumstances or anything. Mm. It was in a tournament. It was in a one there. Uh, it wasn't me. Somebody I know. Um, <laughs> It, it, it was, and, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, somebody that uh, I uh, that it happened to, and um, and they, um, I was talking to them about it, and they said, mm-hmm. you know, my opponent all of a sudden out of their ass pulled out teleports that they didn't declare that they had at the start of the game, and I said, mm-hmm. that, I was like, well, listen, I was like, the only thing I would say about that is. You kind of you do need to say at the start of the game, right? You've got to say like, do you have any teleports? Do yeah, you have any? Yeah, that's a common question. Yeah, you you, you have to ask the basics. Like, what summoning do you have? What teleports do you have? Yeah. Um, like um, you know, like uh, do, what do you have any? You know, uh, you know, yeah, set, yeah, redeploys, like, whatever. Do you have any? Do you have any like uh, six inch pylons? You know, the, the basic yeah. stuff you need to know, right? Um, but they said to me, no, but I, I did ask all of that. I asked all of that, and um, and my opponent told me. No, I don't have it. And then all of a sudden, when it, they needed it, right, yeah, that, they, they pulled out a teleport out of the bag. And then the, and they said that would have changed where I put this other unit because that other unit I moved over here thinking there wasn't an issue, but yeah. it, I would have re, re, re put them over there instead. So uh, it, it does happen, and I, and it's the kind of thing that like no, you've got. So but, but if that happened to me, somebody said no and then did it. I, first of all, I'd be like, well, okay, show me in the book. Just yeah. You know, Make sure, but in case it's something that a different faction has and he's made a mistake, then I'd be like, look, you know, you, you, you full-on lied if you said no at the start of the game and you had this. I'm like, we have two choices here. Either you can not do it, and you can mm-hmm. do it again after this, after this, you know, next turn, because now I know about it, or I'll happily just concede right now, um, but I will be giving feedback to the TO so that they can check on your next opponents. 
Mm. And I think that's mm. a reasonably mature way to handle it. Like, yeah, it avoids it avoids confrontation mid tournament. I suppose I suppose it's a it's a weird one because it does set a bad vibe as well. But at the same it time, does, but at that point uh, they've already set the bad vibe. Yeah, kinda. If, yeah, if, if, like, if they've different if they've forgotten it, that's a whole different thing. But if I say, "Do you teleport?" and they say no, and then they teleport, I go right. Okay, I instantly have lost interest in this game because yeah. you're now just cheating in my mind at, at that point i think they're, they're definitely like oh i'm really sorry you know there's this been apology owed and and stuff and at that point the sportsman like thing to do would be say i tell you what i'm not going to do that teleport then exactly. you know because yeah. you're you're right i did forget to mention it yeah. i mean um and like it, 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 mistakes do happen don't get me wrong we do forget things i remember i played ages ago and it was uh oh god what was it a long time ago and i was playing against i think it was riath and um i i tried to do a parting shot because I'd teleport Skinks right up and he mm-hmm. charges his command. This was like end ten, board end 10. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I tried to do a pattern shot and he'd forgotten about it. The same way we talked mm-hmm. about. But he, um, but he's like, can I have a look at the rules? And I said, yeah, no problem. And he yeah. says, oh no, but he pointed out to me that it's got to be a skink hero that issues the command. Yeah. I had completely yeah. forgotten about it. Yeah. I had just th- thought about it like, you know, like, like only shell, like, like the unit, yeah. yeah, unit leader. Um, so I was like, I'm really, really sorry about that. I d- honestly, yeah. I just didn't. I'd totally forgotten that it actually has to be done by a by a hero. Yeah. So that changed that. That's that's that's. And well, so obviously, that's I d- fine. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're um, both mature, and you go, and he goes, oh, by the way, oh, sorry, look, you can't do this. You go, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Like you're not you're not taking the piss this way. And, and even if it was, if there was an issue, I'd have backed off, you know, because it's like, yeah, you 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 know, but but it's um, but um, but uh, but I think in that particular circumstance, knowing what I know about how it all went. Wasn't there wasn't um, it, it, there wasn't it, there was a certain element of sportsmanship lacking? Let's put it that way. So, yeah, um, but, think, yeah, so it does happen. So I can understand we... why people need to fight their corner a little bit on these things. It's like, well, wait, wait mm-hmm. a second. Although I have also heard of instances where players have, have said, "I'm not telling you anything about my army." Yeah, and like, I like mean, you should know my army by now. If you're if you're wanting to fight in the tournament, I have. Well, there's only one instance I've heard of that happening, but. Um, but, it's, but they basically, and, and to be fair, it was against the one player who was really, really good and another player who was top, top tier. Yeah. So like, you know, like, so if there was ever a circumstance where like, um, you know, and it was, it was, it was the good player saying to the top tier player, I'm not going to tell you anything about my army. You should kind yeah. of know it. Cause you, t- you know, so if yeah. there was ever a circumstance, I would say maybe that was it, but it still doesn't, I don't know. I, I, for yeah, me, I, I, I would be more inclined to explain it anyway, personally, but like, yeah, I, I, I can, I would, if they go, uh, it's okay. I know. Then fair enough. Yeah, fine. yeah, but you have to, yeah. But see, if you go somebody, you know, army does, and they go, no, no, it's fine. Then yeah, you, you've you've covered your bases with that as well. But yeah, if if I go to somebody, oh, oh, do you do this, this, or this, and they go, oh, I'm not going to tell you. I go, well, the problem with that is, I now know I'm going to have a bad game. Well, I, I, here's the thing. I think you think you think okay, right? You're going to have a bad game, but I tell you, yeah, I, I had an instance of a, a, a player where like I had made like. A very very minor deployment error. Now, when I say deployment error, I'm talking literally. Uh, I, it was a, it was an AOE thing, and like I had a, a one one person in the unit. I was trying to get the unit in the AOE. That was right, the intention. I had one player that was out of range after, yeah. and I only noticed it after the deployment. It was like just a little bit out. Mm-hmm. I said, "Do you mind if I move that way?" Because that really was what I was trying to do with that. And they said, "No, no, you can't." Yeah. And this was a deployment. I don't think it would have fit. Now, I can't begrudge them that. Because no. because this is you you are playing a tournament and it's like mm-hmm. no no we're 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 playing top tier, but do you know what I really liked about it? I was like okay motherfucker, gunlets are off. 
That's well, it. That's fucking that's off. Yeah. Like they will be you. You like and and don't get that. I'm that kind of player. If you if you show that respect to me at the start, I will give you it back tenfold. I will give you it, yeah. like I am that kind of player. But if you want to take the gauntlets off, then they're fucking coming off. And no, exactly. don't ask me for a take back again. I will be measuring everything. I will be asking you about your rules as well. You know, yeah. like that's that. You know, don't get me wrong. No, I won't do it on that, like that, the. That, like, it's not the moment they say something. It's it's not like the moment they, they ask me like one little thing. I'm going to be like right, oh, that's it. you know. It's not like yeah. that. But when I observe the circumstances of it and I see, mm-hmm. okay, this is the game you want to play. I'm okay with that. I can. Yeah. I'm absolutely happy for a no take back. No, but it will go both ways, and it did go yeah. both ways in that game. So like, mm-hmm. um, so um, so I but I I don't begrudge them it, and I actually really yeah. kind of liked it. I was like, yeah. all right, no, no, let's. Let's do this the way it was meant to be played. You know, like I, 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 like the the way the rules want you to play this game. I like that yeah. in a way. There's a purity about it as well. There but is, yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't want to play every game like that. You know. You no, know, I don't think I could actually do that to someone. Just me. I don't think I, if some if we were playing. No, I wouldn't. I mean, well, not even just you, obviously, but like someone I don't know, just for the sake of making it completely yeah, yeah. random, and they they deploy that. I'd be like, yeah, just go nudge them back in, like because. 100%. And again, this is where I would differ. I always, I'm good, I, I don't know if I always do the star games. It's something I try to do is make it clear that I want to play with intent. So if you tell me that unit is supposed to be in the R range of that, and they're like a millimeter out, but you had the movement to do it, then that's fine. Just just nudge it back in. Or if you're doing a move, okay, I want to be three inches away from that. Okay, that's fine. Like mm-hmm. if you're three and a half, like you know. If you've got the movement to get there, but you're you know you're not 100 percent right, then I'm okay with that because yeah. If if we talk about it and everyone agrees on the situation, and the situation is legal, like the movement you've got the movement value to achieve it, but when you come to measuring it, you're not 100 percent right. Well, you just move it to where it was supposed to be because everyone agreed on that and that was a possible mm. outcome. Yeah, state state intention at the very start is very yeah. very important. I think that's actually a, a a good tip for anybody who's thinking about getting into the tournament mm-hmm. scene or anything like that competitively or you don't, not even competitive it's just playing with your mates or whatever but but yeah. see, see if you state your intention at the start of the game what it does is it also rehearses it in your head as you're playing you start to yeah. remember it better because you're saying it out loud to yourself you know like this is exactly. what i'm trying to do so like and but i but but truthfully like as much as i might be like you know being a bit gung-ho about the whole like well this is the way it's going to be then mm-hmm. actually that is 100 percent the way i mean so, so if i if i'm playing in six nations I am expecting my opponent to be like that. I don't. I don't expect them to be giving me lots of giveaways or anything mm. like that. Um, and even still, I mean, although I would be more inclined to give somebody a couple of giveaways, see, by the time it gets to about the third one, I'm like, listen, like I, 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 I yeah. want to come and go with you a bit on this, but, but see, on that one, I think it's because it's quite critical to the game and stuff. I think we need to just go with what's yeah. there, you know. Like, yeah. but um, so there is a little bit of come and go, but everyone's different, and and I, I kind of I like it all of it in a way, in its own way, you know. Yeah, but it is I very mean, interesting it, how different people take uh, approaches to different the, games. The only issues ever arise when two people want different things and they didn't declare it at the start of the game. Like, yeah. if someone comes up to me and says, right, I want to play this way, no take-backs, I'll be like, cool, we'll do that. But my yeah. choice would always be to be like, well, I guess both games, like, we'll do take Like, I'm happy to do take-backs, I'm happy to do intent. But if somebody wants to play it a different way, I, I can do that. Um, mm-hmm. And I think as long as you have that discussion at the start of the game, you will go on to hopefully have a good game. Obviously, your example where the person lied. That's a whole different scenario. Um, they may have forgotten. This. I mean, it's one of those things where they may have only remembered later on, but the key in that moment is for me is to... To say, you, no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, you, you've yeah. got you've got to acknowledge that you made a mistake. You, you forgot mm-hmm. a key thing and go, oh, yeah. you know what? I'll tell you what, I'm not going to do it. 
you know, especially when at that point in the game, game three, it's quite critical. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, so, I, but, you know, what? It, these, everything is a learning, everything is learning. Yeah. Because even oh, in that circumstance, what you've learned there is, like, is, is the, the art of, of uh, not negotiation, but taking a stand on the, at, the, at the moments that matter. So, like, if somebody does Absolutely. do that, you go, wait a second, let's talk about this. Because I did ask you at the very start about this, and now this is new. And it's, um, it's not something that everyone's comfortable doing. Like, yeah, no, no, they're not. They're, they're exactly, yeah. you know, like... Uh, and I think uh, the other thing to bear in mind as well is if, if you're not comfortable taking a stand and it just happens, and then af- after the game, if you can, mention it to the TO, though. I think it's something that everyone should be doing. I, if, yeah, If you I end know. up in that situation where an opponent has done something you disagree with, but you didn't want to confront them, which is fine. Not everyone wants to do that. Yeah. Bring it to the TO's attention because if other people have done that, well, then the, the TO knows there's a problem with that player and then they can speak to him and be like, look, you need to, you know, improve on this. Or I, I think that's right. And, and a small word at the beginning of a, a tournament from a TO is, is, is not so a bad thing. And, uh, you know, not like you don't want to sound like you're scolding people, but, you know, saying something like, you know, we understand common courtesy is you must explain all aspects mm-hmm. of your army to your opponent. That's yeah. part of part of the spirit of the game. Yeah. And, you know, don't leave anything out. If you do leave something out, you know, like um, you, you must find a resolution yeah. with your opponent, a, a fair resolution. Yeah, we'll that based, resolution or, yeah exactly. You know, these kind of things should go without saying. And for the most part, they, they really do. But but there are some yeah yeah but sometimes it does come up so it's it's interesting but I guess coming back full circle you know like you know we were talking about like um, the top tables and and you know where this is going to be I think I think reasonably speaking you know within you within your rights to actually um, to, to to take a thought I mean even from the point of view people are now saying well chess clocks on the second day and stuff like that maybe it should be in the first I don't know but like that's a debate I for think some the people, problem but, with chess clocks. And the first, if you do them through the whole tournament, is not everyone's going to want to bring a chess clock. Yeah. It's more, and then if you end up in a situation, because everyone needs to bring one, because if you if only half the field brings, you're going to have a lot of people playing each other that neither of them have a chess clock. And then mm-hmm. the TO can't supply eight, you know, 18 chess clocks or whatever it is for a tournament. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, again, just to go off another tangent, because why not? Chess, I I actually like playing on a chess clock. It doesn't put me up nor down because it makes the game one hundred percent fair. Mm-hmm. There's a there is a stigma to chess clocks that oh you're gonna you're gonna lose because you're gonna get timed out. It's like well if you're getting timed out then you're not playing. You're using your opponent's time to play a game. You've got whatever it is, say three yeah. hours to play a game. So you get an hour and a half each. That's just to make the math simple in my head. Um, if you take two hours to play your game, well you've used half an hour of your opponent's time, and that's what chess clocks solve. That's all they're there to solve is. Making right. sure that time, time management. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. That's yeah. all it's there to do. So I think it's not practical to have them on for the whole tournament. But I think it's nice that we're starting to do it on the top tables on day two because those are the games that I don't want to say they're the games that matter because, and I've, I've discussed with people before, everyone's ticket that comes to any tournament, especially I run, it's worth the same as no matter what position you finish, no matter what you're there to achieve, you've all spent the same amount of money. Therefore, yeah. I want you all to enjoy the tournament. And I want you all to enjoy it to the same level. So there won't ever be anything like, you know, toward, and I'm never going to put stuff in my pack so that to reward the top players more because they're, you know, whatever. But I think the chess books on day two, it just, it, it also gives people experience with them because 
for Six Nations and for Worlds, you are playing on a chess clock. And if we don't use them locally, then people could be going to Worlds without ever having played on a chess clock, which isn't a great situation to find yourself in. But I think they're good on the second day because it is just, that's when the most, potentially the most heated issues can arise because you're playing for that podium. And yeah. the chess clock just can help with that because you can't, you know, there's, there's a lot more honesty with it. Yeah, it's but, just data at the end of the day. It's yeah, data that shows yeah. that, that, you it's know, because... Yeah. As long as you're both using it correctly, which, again, is something you need to learn as well. So. I know. Well, I've used it a couple of times, but mm-hmm. honestly, I, I do quite often forget to hit it. But then, yeah. but at the same time, my opponent was kind of on it, so, yeah, he was going to keep me covered there. But, like, I think yeah. uh, I absolutely have nothing against chess clocks. If anything, mm-hmm. like, I feel like it should be, like, I'm not saying it should be mandatory, but I, I think it's, it's, again, when I say everything's learning, that's you learning that you're too slow. You know, like, exactly. uh, it, like you, you, you know, it shouldn't be that your you're opponent gets penalised because you're too slow, because because this is this is this is the true problem of being too slow. Too slow is okay if if it's not it's not really okay. You kind of don't want to be too slow, right? But see if you get to a point where you need to talk it out and you can't because yeah. your game is too complex. Like yeah. you, you're making too many assumptions about spells or charges or like. You, you can it, only really talk out one turn. Maybe two if there's if it's if it's like turn. I only my my thing with talking out and again this will be in in the pack for Farmhammer is you can only talk out the next turn. So if you're stopping at turn two, then a you should be further on. But you, there's no way you can do turns three, four, and five. You can probably roughly figure out what's going to happen in turn three, but mm-hmm. that's it. And you just have to score it up to turn three. It's going to be a low scoring game, but that, that's it. I mean. Yeah. If it's, the, if it's the end of turn, but if it's the end of turn three, there's not much left. You can maybe work out turns four and five, but again, I, I think there are circumstances that you can. I believe you can, you know, yeah. But, but, but generally, I think if you have to talk it out, it should just be kind of that one turn, and you should stop. Yeah. I, I've been in circumstances, and and don't get me wrong, I, I've not been the best for this, if I'm honest with you, because like it's not that I'm particularly slow necessarily, but I do like. Um, trying very hard to make right decisions at times and like you know yeah. uh, and and with long hero phases at, uh, as well in the past like sometimes that can just really drag things i mean you know if you're deploying hundreds of skinks or whatever not making excuses but um but it's one, one of the things i have learned to improve on a little bit mm-hmm. but um but i think that um there have been so many times where i've said you know or me and my folks said, let's talk it out and then we've got to the point it's like well we can't really assume that so we kind of need to roll that dice so it's like okay well let's just roll that dice and we ended up playing the fucking turn like exactly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we ended up doing you, the turn away. So much different scenarios. So you end up talking the next bit, but your opponent is is not really convinced that maybe what you're saying is going to work, yeah. or you're not convinced that they would definitely do that either. They would survive mm-hmm. something. So like you're like, ah, yeah. well, let's just see if it would happen. And then it's like, oh fuck, we we were just, we're just as well playing it, or we, we pretty yeah, much yeah, did. You, you know, at this point you have just played it out. You just haven't you know done the movement or whatever. Yeah. Uh, if it's not obvious at that point, uh, it's just a difficult one. It's just this is why I it think is, it's yeah. really I mean, important that, that to try and. Solution is. You, you get all five turns in, or at least four. Four, yeah. If you can get four, I think you can, like you say, one turn after, you, you can you probably talk, make the you call. You talk out one turn, because... Yeah, or at the very least, you can both go, i tell you what, we both get our battle tactic, we both get our grand... You know, like you yeah. can just you can make yeah, that concession, at least, like, you know. Like, at the end of the game, it's like, okay, we've got another turn to go. Do you have a battle tactic you can achieve this turn? They go, okay. Yeah. Uh, they go, uh, no, I can't actually do one. And you go, okay, well, I agree, you can hold one, two. You're not going to hold more because of this. Yeah. And that, that, that's if you need to roll a dice to see if you make a charge, all right, you know what? I kind of yeah, think that's okay. Exactly, if that's yeah. the deciding a battle tactic, okay, yeah. you know what? Just well, do that. Yeah, that's fine. Like a battle tactic. Well, like, yeah. like ogres, I've got one. I have to have every unit in combat. 
at the start of the combat phase. So yeah, I would have to roll those charges because I would decide my battle tactic. But yeah, if that's if that's all we need to figure out because nothing else matters, then cool, we'll just roll those dice. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, hundred percent. Um, and and so it's uh, it's yeah, it's it, the experience of the player as well. How patient they are that you're playing against. If they're really yes. experienced, really patient, they can they can say to you, look, realistically speaking, I've been here about hundred things before, so I know that this way this is probably going to go. So you defer their judgment a wee bit too. That I think that does help a little bit, you know. But um, but yeah, I think uh, um, yeah, it's certainly something you want to avoid. But yeah, those I, I'm very looking forward to see. I, you know, you, everyone hopes that they're going to be in those top tables at the end of the day. I think, uh, well, I, I think if you definitely if you've gone three and zero in the first in the first day, you're yeah. starting to think, okay, maybe maybe the stars are going to align here a little bit. So you so then you get into that mode. But you know, even even from the point that I remember, I was playing one game with someone, and um, they, I think they, they they again we're leaving names out, but you know, it's just just the, yeah. the purposes of, of, of example. But um, I think that game I did win, um, but it was only we, we we did we did basically call it in the sense of rational, like there was still plenty that could have been done, but we kind of looked at it and went, look, I think it probably is edging there. Um, but my opponent did take me aside and said, listen, um, just so that you're aware, like if you need to be better with your coherency. And I was like, oh, because I had like, like yeah. two two units of like blade guys. But the problem is they both went into the same scuffle and they were all kind right. of getting in and about yeah. like this. And and you know I've actually since then now slightly painted the two units differently so that I can tell. I think, yeah, you um, have. It does help a lot actually if you mm-hmm. do just even slightly just a subtle hint you know but like mm-hmm. um but he's but but they were kind of all over the place and it made it really difficult to determine who got in. Now in my defence, Blake guys just cat their the hooks and swords oh, they're and they're they're all they're they're an absolute nightmare to move around and like plus in general are nightmare. Yeah, plus they don't tend to move in big ranks like you know they tend to do that kind of wrapping around mm-hmm. thing. But he said to me, you know, you you've got to you've got to you need to make sure your coherence is better. He says if you if you are if you're playing against a three and zero opponent going into day two, and your coherency uh, is like that, then that your um your opponent is going to argue with you. They're going to call the TO yeah. over about it. And I was yeah. like, it was a bit of a it was a bit of a, a rocket up my arse to be honest with you. It kind of made me go, you know what. Okay, I'm going to take that this one on the chin. Yeah, because yeah you I'd been just a bit fast and loose. It wasn't deliberate, but but I but I did exactly see what he said, and it really did make things a bit complicated. We were trying to work out who was in where and stuff like that. So exactly. after that moment, I'm not saying my coherency was brilliant with Blade guys because they're still arseholes, right? They are arseholes to move around, right? But uh, but I did. I I now do try much harder with that to make sure I understand, you know, and it's quite clear. So including painting them slightly differently. And so so uh, yeah. Um, you know, it's definitely something. Cause I've I've played against people and like, okay, we're just one unit end. Where's the next one start? Like, yeah, is, it's the thing because you arm you want an army still of uniform, and if you're doing multiple units of the same thing, you are going to run into that problem. It's, it's so, like, especially bad with the night horn because you like little like rubber bands on the models and stuff, which yeah, super clear, but it doesn't look the best in the game. No, I know, no, I mean, there's but, other ways of doing it, but you know, like even if it's something on the base, like a uh, kind of yeah. like a uh, what that base has got like skulls on, it, I don't know, whatever. But but yeah, yeah I think you know, it's it really matters when. Yeah, exactly. If models are falling and then being rallied back, or you're you're reviving models back into the unit, and you're like, you've got to be, which, got to be yeah, careful, yeah, you've got, yeah, you really do, because all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, there's there's actually twenty two models in that unit. Right. Anyway, um, so yeah, and but I, I expect that kind of ruthlessness to be there, and I, and and you know, it's fair, you know, I, I don't mind it. see if there is a different vibe day two for sure. I think the what we were talking about the the, the the blizzard coming along and wrecking someone's day that's a, that's emotion right there. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be like uh, yeah. I think you're gonna be like fuck and you'll go on tilt and I you know like 
uh, sometimes it's different people can act and sometimes go and tilt a little bit like I'm like, ah, right, okay, now I'm pissed. I want to yeah. come in this game now. <laughs> exactly. but how did, you know what I mean? Like, so, um, so uh, like, uh, but uh, yeah, emotions will be high. I cannot wait. I really do. I really do want to talk with a lot of people at this tournament if I can, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and see what they're, what they're feeling and their vibe is on it because uh, Agreed, yeah. um, it's, uh, it's all going to feed back. You never know. It might, it might be the thing that makes you change your army in the end. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but um, I want to avoid the fights at the top table. I'm going to take something different. You know, cool, oh, exactly. Yeah, no, no, I, don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't want that 3-0 no day one. That's, that's why I've, I've got Reese to bend me over and uh, free up my arse. <laughs> <laughs> Reese is basically everybody's handicap, isn't he? Like, uh, yeah, no, just... I, I don't know. I, I, I want that three, you know. I want that fucking five, you no, know, mate. I'm hungry for it. Like, don't get me wrong. I really do want it, but I, I also understand the, the limitations. But I think as well, what's more important at the moment than that actually is just uh, reps. Actually, just get, getting yes. experience with other yeah, armies, finding out where my army vibes with theirs, and how what where where does it really not work? You know, that's mm-hmm. what I'm actually more interested in. I, I kind of like ranges and casting values and stuff is into your brain so you don't have to look everything up like that speeds yeah. up once you've got all that memorized your you're, like hero phases are half as long because you can yeah, this spell exactly. cast on this it's got this range and you just you know it all that's, that's I, you know exactly I don't want to go 1 and 4 or, or 0 and 5 I, you know I don't even really want to go 2 and 3 if I'm honest with you yeah. but but at the same time if I do I'll, I'll on a on a certain level be okay with that because this is training for me right now. So my my yeah. sights are set on you know um, Nothing. You, November. You, you know, like but to, you're you're in team mode now, so the results right don't necessarily matter. And I think one thing as well as you got to remember is in teams you're playing for Mac, the the points of the whole squad, not for you as an individual. Yeah. So if you are losing a game at the weekend and you know you can't win. Because we we get into those games. That's when you start thinking, okay, if I was in a teams mode, what would I be doing here? And you can kind of practice that and get some refs in that way and be like, okay, I know I can't. Like, mm. I guess one of the things is sometimes there's a game where you can win if this one hill mary goes right. Yeah. But if you lose, it's you're, you're twenty nil. Whereas yeah. in a team event, you could maybe just chug along and it might be a seventeen three. Well, the seventeen three is better for the team than the 20 nil is so yeah. it's trying to get that into your hands you can you can kind of if if you if the game's lost you can kind of get that into your head like okay just focus on getting as much points as i can because that's what i need to do with six nations if it gets away from me yeah i mean i guess in any scenario like that i mean here's here's the thing i do think about that i think that and i'm gonna this is my brutalist look at it right i'll be totally honest with you mm-hmm. team events yes exactly what you say i think this that that is what i understand but at the same time it's better if everyone's 20 nil you know what I mean? Like now, don't get me wrong. Like um, <laughs> I, I'm, I've been that guy. Like I, I am, and I've said this before. I'll say it again. I am quite happy to be that guy that goes into a horrible matchup for me, thrown under the bus because it take because it increases the chance of the better players who we definitely need to win yeah, winning. Exactly. Right and now, that's, that's, that's the whole thing about the team. Like, I'm absolutely all right with that. But at the same time, I don't want that loss to to come because because I, I didn't really understand the army I was going against or because, yeah. you know, like, um, because I had maybe done my spells in slightly the wrong order or, you know, there's things that are on you that you, I think you do have to get right in that scenario. Like, it's, it's on, yeah. you know, so, like, this is where this comes in. It's like, you know, where do the variations come in from other from other armies or, or the battle plans as well? That's the other thing is, like, you know, getting those battle plan deployments drilled correctly mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, for me... All of this right now is practiced towards that. But that being said, you know, there's there's nothing quite like... You want you know, that 3-2-4-1. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think so because because as much as you win, sorry, as much as you you learn more from your losses, you still learn from your wins too. Yeah, you can. You know, see like ah, uh-huh, you, you, yeah, exactly. You know what worked for you that time it may not necessarily work every time, but it did that time, so you bank mm-hmm. that. You know, so like I think, and you've got a um, strong list, so I think you've got a very good shout of getting that. Well, maybe, but at the same time, it's a list that needs it needs practice. If I'm honest with you, so like mm-hmm. you know, and it can go wrong. I've I've tried, as yeah. I said, I, I played against Lewis and Miss Crass Coke in the first go, and then my Blizzard fucked up, and fucked up, and all of a sudden I was like, oh yeah, man. Yeah, and I think just... you get at that point. That's when you go right. Okay, what what can I salvage? Like, yeah, so this is this is what's so devastating about Cogs now changing. Honestly, because if, <laughs> if that was there. Oh, God, it would have made such a difference, I think, to that really. But it would have been an auto include in that scenario. Yeah. But now we just have to face it's the music straight up, straight up spellcasting, and that's it. So, but you know yeah. what? Okay, it we're, we're all it's, the same boat. Just um, so, yeah, exactly. But no, I'm I'm really really looking forward to the weekend. I'm really looking forward to just, just you know, I I've missed the tournament scene actually. I I I didn't I wasn't because uh, I was away on holiday recently, so I missed the one that was just uh, that just passed there. Skirmish was it? I think. Yeah, I missed that one. As yeah, well. yeah. Um, and you know that way where like I'm just feeling a little bit out of the game a wee bit. I want to get yep. back into the mix. Just like let's just let's just let's just get some dice rolling. And well, I, and again, like, I I usually don't play much between terms because I've got the Brudo Club up and running now. Like yeah. I've been playing every couple of weeks with a with a weekender thing over you know Jamie's other other weekend. So I've actually been playing quite a lot, which is very unusual for me between tournaments. But yeah, I'm looking forward just to seeing everyone again and getting that social in and rolling some dice and hopefully getting some good stories over over the weekend. But yeah, yeah I've got this then another invasion then run my event. Like so, there's not there's not much in the year left. The calendar. I'm well. I'm also going down to Manchester for a team event. Um, yeah. But yeah, the calendar is you know it's starting towards the end of the year and next year's next year's emptying. So it's oh, by the way, I I noticed that in the chat there. I was want to say that it's like you know I definitely see that there seems to be a, ch- a shift in the number of mm-hmm. uh, big tournaments. Is which I'm really glad we pushed hard this year and didn't sort of hold off till till next year really yeah. on that. But I, I mean, but you know what, that gives rise to other to other to other people Hopefully, doing yeah. their tournaments. Yeah. You know, like and uh, you know I thought we spoke about this before, but you know like uh, you know it's the kind of thing that I've thought to myself. Hmm, could I run a tournament? Maybe I'm kind of I mean, I'm, I'm curious about it, but yeah, I, I would need it's, it's guided on it like a, it's ever been with all the software. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And if you do it at common ground, everything's there. Of course. So uh-huh. it's yeah. But running an event at common ground is so much easier than running an event at like you know broken realms. Broken realms is probably not too bad. You also got all the terrain and stuff like that there, but. Once you go outside of those areas, it does become a lot more difficult. Well, I still, it's yeah. I mean, you, obviously, the I think the Warhammer shop not help with the terrain side of things of Brooklyn Hills, but like, uh, it's mm. still logistics kind of. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I do not envy Matt on it. <laughs> like he's he's done such an amazing job with Brooklyn Hills yeah. up to now. Like oh, yeah, honestly, I, I, I think it's lawless. <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, that 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 kind of thing is the only thing you can hope to emulate in some level, you know. Yeah. But I, I do think you know if if uh, if we're running short next year. I may I may consider running one to be honest with you because yeah. I've had my eye on it for a while and there's plenty of people around I think that could help with yourself for oh, example. Absolutely. And, and that's the great thing. Uh, right? Cara and yeah, it just and yeah. You know, me, me, Cara and Mark have all run events and we'd all yeah happily pop along and help. I know, and they were great as well. The the one onslaught was uh was really I mean just some of the things that Mark did in it I just thought were were really on point. It really I, I felt the difference in it somehow like it really made it yeah, very enjoyable and. Event. Yeah, really good. And I, I, and I, as I say, the professionalism of the way Matt runs Broken Realms and stuff like that as well, I've always been very impressed with. So plenty of people. So hopefully, maybe, maybe next year we'll see the we'll see a, a, a new yeah. tournament on the we'll scene. See, but that's um, what I'm hoping. 
obviously there's a lot of lot of, a lot of us TOs are kind of stepping down for I don't know if it's permanent for some of them or if it's just a year off. So hopefully, yeah, some people do step up and run their own events because yeah, that'll be good been to a, see. Been a busy year and tournaments it are has. fatiguing. You know, like I I, I'm not surprised in a way that people are just taking a wee bit of a, sit, a, yeah. a step back from it. You know, but um, I wouldn't. No one would blame them. Uh, but uh, but yeah, uh, but who knows? It's I think it's, <laughs> it's like it's like having babies. You know, it's like you, <laughs> like you, you end up having one never again, never again, and then a few months later you're like, mm, yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not me, no me. By the way, just for the record, <laughs> like, I've, I've 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 got enough PTSD, man. Like, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, but anyway, so. Uh, um, no, but I, I think it'll be great. It'll be good, but uh, very much looking forward be. to it. Um, yes. But anyway. Yeah, that's been two hours and 20 minutes of inane rambling. <laughs> oh, I know. Tell you what, but, this is what happens when you get me on a podcast, Grant. You should have learned your lesson. But, I know. Uh, I, I, this is what I would do naturally. So I've usually got, like, with this, the group of us, just, um, kind of keep it in tow a bit more. But when it's just being one other person who's willing to ramble for ages, yeah, it's always just going to be just a long-form nonsense. I know, I love it, I love it. I keep thinking I'm going to run out of things to talk about and then I don't, but it's probably because I'm talking so much shite, you know, like, <laughs> there's only so much shite one person can talk, except there's not, like. <laughs> no, no, there's, there's limitless amounts of shite one person can talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Few, I'm not even drinking this thing, so, you know, that, yeah, that, I mean, that either, changed yeah. things dramatically. Oh, God, I know, we, well, I think we, we are overdue some kind of uh, episode like that where we need to get, I think, yeah. a bit primed and then we can we can dive into the darker depths of... Uh, uh, like, post, like post, I, I think, yeah, farm post, hammer yeah. unhinged or whatever we want to call it, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like uncensored. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, um, no, that would be great. So um, anyway, yeah, I think yeah. We'll, I'll leave we'll, it that we'll for me. But, here and yeah, we'll. Most people listen to this before you see it the weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and to so, all of those who are are potentially uh, going to Tempest, uh, um, good luck. Have fun. Hopefully, see you there. Um, yeah, and hopefully, roll badly against me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, may the, may the dice be with you or not with you if you're playing against me. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> like, uh, I'm joking, obviously. But, um, no, but uh, yeah, hopefully, but no. we'll see everybody there. And uh, yeah, yeah, all good. Cool.